Tonight on the news, we record an actual episode that involves both of us being in the same room together. Gay people, are they real or just faking for attention? <laughs> Guess what? There's a gay man in this room. Kiss us and we'll tell you who it is. <laughs> but first, our main story, give us your money. <laughs> Yeah, that is really uh, the first first and last subject of the news is giving us your money. We extended the deadline just for you. And I'm not, not talking about the plural you. I'm not talking about all of you listeners. I'm talking about you, listener. You know who you are. We extended the deadline just for you. So get off your ass. Go to paypal.me slash notscotthenson and request a movie or more than one movie for the price of $20 American minimum per movie. And I think we're throwing a new thing in. I think because we're talking off air about how people should send money and nudes. And we do mean money and nudes. Both. Not money or nudes. So please include nudes with your money. All right. The deadline is, if you're listening to this podcast fresh, the deadline is tomorrow. This is your last opportunity. The deadline is 2.22 p.m. on 2.22.2022. What day is that? Holy, a Tuesday. Holy shit. Can you fucking believe it? No. No. This is some fucking communist mo- this, magic. This is some news, is what this is. Breaking news. Breaking news. Send us your money. Request some movies. I think it's cute that you made them believe that we talk off air. Look, people are more inclined to listen to a podcast where they think the hosts don't hate each other and interact off air. Yeah. Where where the uh, they, when they make love, there's <laughs> eye contact and kissing. Exactly, not just it, it's not so transactional. <laughs> it's not just aggressive thrusting and to get it over with quickly. It's business, and and but of course our lovemaking as with both of us as non-penetrative bottoms, both just lying face down, starfished on the bed as we drift off to sleep, and never had a better night's sleep in my life. Oh. Yeah, well, I bet I guess we've never had a better night's sleep. Sonny Von Bulow has had a, <laughs> a number of better nights. You know sleeps. what? A lot of good years of uh, better sleeps. <laughs> excellent, excellent resting hand position. Oh well, don't worry. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll talk about coma hands. <laughs> don't you worry. Coma <laughs> hands. <laughs> that was literally the first note I made was coma <laughs> hands. Uh, would you like to address your absence? Number one, what is your problem? Number two, who do I think I am? Yes. And number three, how dare you? Listen. Please address those in order. Listen. Who do I think I am? Mm -hmm. I think I'm a man with a plan. And my name is THE Brian Kendrick. (laughs) Okay. Good. Uh, What was the second part? (laughs) Um, What was it? Hey, I may be be angry and hate-filled. What was was that third thing? thing? Uh, the first one was, who do you think you are? The second was, what is your problem? And the third one was, how dare you? So, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, issue two, what is your problem? Uh, my problem is the fact that I'm the only, uh, living being on the planet 
who uh, can never get COVID. I, I said the same thing last week. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about how all of these will age. But yeah, for... <laughs> <laughs> Especially when one or both of us has to have a breathing and feeding tube <laughs> in the future. I can't wait to... Look, I, that's what our I've been lungs, angling for my whole life. I would lungs love and throats have completely collapsed due to COVID and lo- love for excessive someone to feed me. energy drink, drinking. Oh yeah, well yeah, we'll get Excessive to that too. Excessive energy drink consumption. I don't think there's such thing, but will no. uh, one guy begs to differ? Um, I think one guy's wife begs to differ. So yeah, so I don't think he's begging to differing anything. <laughs> so this is your second COVID contact. Well, no, this is like my. Well, I, I guess you've had a bunch. I of get work. COVID contact tracing uh, conversations at work. At least once a week. Okay. Because I'm the one person sort of, or the the person that the most crossover between the morning and the evening people. Would you you consider yourself the glue of your workplace? uh, I would consider myself the the John Edwards. Would you consider yourself? I do a lot of crossing over. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, not vice presidential candidate. uh, Fake psychic. Yes. John Edwards. John Edwards. Excellent. Um, How would you rank the John Edwardses? uh, I go pretending to talk to dead people one. Yeah, because you know what? He didn't lose a fucking election. He did not lose a fucking election. Running with a flip-flopper, John Kerry. Oh, flip-flopping. Who who said one thing one time and then changed his mind. And that was enough to lose you an election to George W. Bush back then. Pick a better opponent. I guess so. I guess don't run against the best president of all time. Don't go against W because he's the best. And a wonderful artist. And a wonderful artist. He, You know what? Everybody who's a secret wonderful artist is a great human being. Hold on, let me let me think. Uh, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try as a as a debater at heart. Yeah, a master debater. As a master debater, I'm gonna try to think of one example to disprove. Let, well, let, okay, so George W. Bush was a real uh, 2000s guy. So let me just go back through time and see if I can think of anyone who who is more famous for something else, but, but, was, an but was also secretly a wonderful artist. Um, I mean, if you go back to the if you go back to the seventies, like well, I guess Andy Warhol was. Uh, more an artist than anything, but he he was uh, I, I, I get Andy Warhol was a professional gay man, and then also an an excellent secret artist. He, drew, he did that nice can of soup. <laughs> I think that's kind of the go to Andy Warhol. That was uh, the can of soup. He uh, he painted that hockey player. <laughs> he painted the hockey player. I think there uh, there was a banana at one point. Might have done some. Was there a banana hammock? Could have been a banana hammock. Uh, so yeah, so he was good. And, and so, the, sorry, the premise is that they're always good people, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, Andy Warhol was chill, um, and he gave us that. As long as uh, you're cool with the gay stuff. As long as you're cool with the gay stuff, he gave us that uh, Frank Reynolds impression of him years later, <laughs> which I, which I think was a treat. Uh, so you go back to the seventies and then sixties, fifties, and then like. I don't know what if I what if I looked at like I, I don't know spitball in like 1939 to 1945. Um, no, I, honestly, anyone I can think from that era who was an excellent secret artist, also pretty chill. Yeah. So I, you know what? I think your point stands. Nothing cooler than drawing dogs. <laughs> paint did me, paint me some dogs? Did Hitler <laughs> paint dogs playing poker? Oh, can you prove that, he didn't? I can't. 
That is a very burden of proof. Very interesting. It's on the prosecution to have. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I. I can't tell you that he didn't. were the dogs wearing armbands. They might have been. I can't. But the armbands might have also had a star on them. Oh, dogs playing their last game of poker. <laughs> <laughs> How many dogs are in that painting? Eight? That seems like a lot. I, I don't think there's eight dogs in that painting. That's, that's way too many. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two. That's a lot of dogs. Oh, boy. I w- I'm glad that I got you real I wouldn't that. mind ending the podcast on that, but I guess we got some other things to say. God damn. Uh... uh well, I, I, you know, I, uh, if nothing else, I enjoy peeking. There are me. seven in the painting. No, I don't believe you. Imagine, imagine all the work it'd take to get seven dogs in that painting. The painting's not. The painting's not even in color. They they had color paint back then. What are they, That's how long what, ago it was. What are they hiding? <laughs> why 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 is the why, why is the door to the poker room made of wood? That doesn't make sense. Why would you have a sturdy metal door? <laughs> I like that you couldn't, you almost couldn't finish no, almost, the statement. I almost had to, like, check into uh, jail. <laughs> my face hurts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, eight about, dogs playing poker. Uh, seems like, no, I don't know. Seems, <sighs> seems like a lot. Seems, seems like, uh... Seems like the t- well now now I feel like I'm getting too literal. Seems like the dogs were just exaggerating so they could get their own state. <laughs> is, that, is that is that is that is that too on the dog nose for you? Uh, I'm glad the dog. Knows. I'm glad that you're the one that uploads these podcasts to your <laughs> to, to my YouTube to channel. Your YouTube. So I that think they we should trace pivot. it back to you. I think we should put these on your YouTube. Uh, no, <laughs> absolutely not. You've got a lot of subscribers. I don't think I have any Any subscribers. I also don't know why I have a YouTube account. So you can occasionally make comments on comments to us saying, "Um, actually, ma'am, I'm gay. Actually, them, they. Knock it off. Knock it off, indeed. (laughs) Well, what else is going on? Are we done with our giggle fest? Uh, (sighs) The, the I, chuckling? I guess. I had a nice time. Yeah, we do. I, I, <laughs> I had a very my, nice time. My face genuinely hurts when I had trying a, to hold I, in laughter. I so. had a little cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad I got you with that. That was real good. I wasn't sure I, if you were going to feed into it or not. Oh, come, Bump come, and feed, Scott. Come, bump and feed. Come on. I, uh, I I wasn't expecting it. It, uh, yeah. it was a pleasant surprise. I wasn't fishing, but I like what I caught. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I decided that since uh, we, of course, uh, call ourselves the news uh, most of the time, that uh, we should look up ridiculous news stories to have actual uh, news to talk about. Uh, so uh, allow me to get to the news portion. Now, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Softboss. You can follow me on Twitter at NotScottHenson. 
Uh, you can also give us your money. Uh, if we haven't hit that uh, home enough, uh, it will only be mentioned uh, seven or eight more times. Let me check. Yeah, we got eight more. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I was just looking up random. Uh, I like that I uh, looked at my watch <laughs> when I was doing that bit. You're like, <laughs> uh, we're gonna record like, until uh, yep. exactly six. Yep, eight more. So, uh, yeah. So I was just looking up insane news stories, and I was one... looking up insane clown posses. Hey, I'll look up insane clown posse all you want, man. They uh, secret juggalos in this room, or not? No, we so are so secret. Oh, no, oh. secret. Ah. Yes, uh, you and I secret. <laughs> uh, so, I found a story about a man who was drinking so many energy drinks. But And I have a problem with the story, which we'll get to. That he had a brain aneurysm. A brainurism. Brainurism, as it were. Who's... Uh... Whose line was that? Was that was that a Mark Henry that line? Mark Henry. I had a brainurism. Yeah. I think it might be world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Sounds like something a big dumb. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was gonna say. Look, man. I was gonna say a big dumb power lifter would say, but we got dogs playing poker. <laughs> don't push the envelope. Don't Icarus this. Yeah, don't, don't get too close. Uh, so, according to this man's wife. He had been drinking so many energy drinks because he had been, like, working long, hard hours because, surprise, surprise, he was a poor American who was bad with his money and couldn't afford to uh, live a regular life while having a child and wife, so he... That rhymed. You know what? You know what? Nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it there. Uh, <laughs> that he, uh, the end of the news. He had to work uh, multiple jobs, etc., etc., so he was drinking energy drinks to keep himself uh, living. And yeah. it caused him to have the brain aneurysm, where they had to... And and then he was fine after that? And then he was fine after that. Uh, are you um, slightly blinded right now by how bright <laughs> the sun is? So bright and through. so hot in four seconds. So, uh... Pull the blinds right now, or I need to go to the hospital. Little little insider baseball Holy for everyone. Shit. Uh, we are back recording at my apartment currently. Yeah. Uh, no longer in uh, Henson House. Mm-hmm. A house for a house for sick cats. Come on, get, come on. There you go. Do they all turn? Sometimes they don't all turn. And they, also, I hate the Oh God. Okay. Okay. We're better. We're better. I live. Whew. I live through it. Uh, we are no longer at House Henson. Uh, we are currently back in the OG. No, not even the OG. The second. Third G. Yeah, what do, what do you 5G? do? Five G. What do you do with multiple? You know, we're, we're, in the, the, we're, in the four, we're in the five G. We're in the five G. Bill Gates recording. is tracking us. Yeah. Uh, so they had to after he, this guy had his brain aneurysm. They had to remove a large portion of the front of his skull. Like it looked like a full a full frontal. And skull lobotomy. Yeah. Like a giant, like the whole front part of his From dome. From the top of your brow to like the Almost middle halfway, of your yeah. head. And it Gone. was just like a dent. A dent. And uh, also put him in a, uh, in a wheelchair and his wife now has to look after him. And I uh, turned to Scott and said, uh, Scott, should we stop drinking energy drinks? I said no. And also, key detail left out of the story. 
how many energy drinks yeah. is too many energy drinks. And also, they didn't state specifically that the energy drinks were the cause of the brain aneurysm. But they, they could have, have just been. been a factor, factor in the brain aneurysm. Sure. So he only kind of got fucked up from them. Uh, they should have sued Monster Energy, or uh, I'm assuming a cheaper brand for white trash, uh, perhaps a, uh, a Joker brand, or a, uh, what are, what are the other uh, I guess probably Red Bull, but Red Bull's the most expensive one. Rain? Uh, that's owned by the Mountain of Game of Thrones, and I'll ask you to please leave uh, Thor Bjornsson's name out of your mouth. Thank you very much. Withdrawn, Your Honor. He's got he's got Bell's palsy like you. Does he? Although his is way worse than yours. Your face only kind of looks fucked up. His looks really real fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. I I came out of it okay. Uh yeah, you don't really have any symptoms anymore. I feel like you used to have a little bit of lingering ones, but now you're kind of fine. I'm kind of fine. I, I feel like uh, one side of my mouth doesn't do as much as the other side. <laughs> my my mm-hmm. left. So was my right. My left, your right. A woman's right. Uh, camera right. <laughs> camera right. Camera right was the paralyzed side. And yeah, I feel like it doesn't do... Quite as much as the other side. I think the my maybe a little. My right camera left is doing the heavy lifting facially. Is that because you stare at yourself on stream when you're doing drunken peasants? So then you're just sort of like, yeah, God, look at my the, dumb face. They get super self conscious. I, I think it eventually I, I'll just be able to cover everything in facial hair, and then it won't matter. That's fair. I see. I would watch. Uh, or listen to or watch whatever you want to call it uh, an episode of that but uh, why would I support my friends and the things that they do that doesn't make <laughs> seems, any sense seems crazy that seems stupid uh, but you I watch imagine the, you can watch the thousandth episode which I'll be doing live uh, this Thursday as of aired the airing well, of this so check out yeah check out the uh, I'll fuck it I'll plug it check out the thousandth episode of Drunken Peasants on YouTube Thursday February 24th Fourth, probably around 6 p.m. Pacific time. Pacific Standard. Pacific Standard time, not Pacific Daylight time because it's not that time yet. But actually, oh, fuck, it's, it's almost gonna. God close. Damn. It, we we just got that hour. Then they're gonna take the hour away. Yep. God fucking damn it. That but, flies when you're not having fun. That's true. That flies when you're depressed and sad and want to kill yourself. <laughs> Very true, but there'll be a bunch. I of, wouldn't know because I'm awesome, but I understand. Of course, but other other people, <laughs> other sad people, must be tough for them. Uh, yeah, there'll be a bunch of regular guests there live in studio. I, I, honestly, too many. I feel like it's going to be crowded and annoying. <laughs> but uh, don't let that deter you from watching. Uh, uh, I will be there. Adam will be there. Uh, Jeff Holiday will be there. Uh, I think. Hannibal and Monty are flying in there from, uh, I don't know, one of the black states. Hannibal uh, TV? Hannibal TV, noted cool guy. Uh, no, much uh, much better Hannibal. But not as good as Mads Mikkelsen Hannibal. Better, Worse than Mads Mikkelsen, better than the wrestler who tried to murder a referee. What about Bress? Same as Bress. Oh, okay. Because they're... Cause, cause they're... Okay. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Don't make me say it. No, I, 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 I feel you. <laughs> same, same tier as Barrett's. <laughs> same tone as Barrett's. Yeah. So it should be fun. And 
Uh, last time I was live in studio, I got to uh, chop Billy ten times. And there's a rumor, it hasn't been talked about for a minute, but uh, there is a rumor that someone else on the sh- who will be there at the show wants me to chop them ten times so they can take it better than Billy did and make Billy sad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I've heard. But in theory... And I'm happy to oblige. In theory, Bill has taken chops before. Yes. But I guess he was much heftier. Yeah. So taking them probably hurt less. And he also hasn't taken them in probably close to 15 years. Yeah, I guess that's true. So he's a little, it was a little out of practice. But we were going to do it, and he's like, yeah, just give me the 10 all in a row. And then I got to maybe four or five, and he's like, we need to stop. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I've definitely been at birthday parties where... Uh, Ah, birthday chops. Yeah, that that was like a real big thing for us as a group, where whenever it was somebody's birthday, everybody would line up, and you all got one chop on the person for their birthday. But then it became sort of a thing in my non-wrestling group of friends that they would always want myself and a friend of the show, Kelly Summers, yeah. to chop them. Yeah. But as soon as the, whoever the first one of Kelly or I to go, and I, I will openly admit that like I don't have great chops. I have okay chops. Uh, Kelly has good chops. Yes. But not also not great chops. Mm-hmm. So a lot of mine were like big show overhand, wow. like straight yeah. up and down, bam. So whichever one of us would do the chop first, the other one usually didn't get to do their chop. Instant regret. Because it was immediately like, oh, fuck, no, no, From I'm not doing another asked. one. And so there were very few of our friends that actually got through both. Um, Darren P. took both like a champ, which I was him. very surprised by for him. cam took both but then whined about it for the rest of the party i thought you were gonna say for like the rest of the year the, maybe the, <laughs> it could have been the rest of the year but yeah the rest of the party he just whined and complained yeah and all of our other friends took one or none or zero like they would get their shirt off and like, like kelly are, and as soon as you're like warming up yeah. the hands well, like you know kelly like, kelly would go to them and he would like you know like okay like push push your shoulders back and he would like you know chin, like, chin he, up like he would lift their chin up yep. and when he would lift their chin up to like to like square himself up, then they would go. No, 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 Anywhere and P.S. I'm a pretty good chopper. You do have good chops. Yeah. The only problem with you is that you do have gauntlets. So unless yeah. you want to take them off, which, which I chops, which I did do a, sometimes, yeah, is a yeah. spot. But yeah, you do have good chops. Yeah, I do, and I am getting uh, new hand wrist things made with chopping in mind because because the the ones I have the, I like the look of the ones I have. The ones the ones I have look good. They're like they're like fingerless gloves, but the glove goes to like mid forearm and it's uh tiger print on the top, white on the bottom with uh beans. with paw pads with beans uh, on the beans. Uh, on the palm. Looks really good, but it's kind of thick. So I can't get like I'm not making a lot of skin to skin contact yeah. with um with a chop. And the material and, and really just absorbs it it, the it, sound. it absorbs a lot. So yeah. if I you 
if I do it, even if I do like a really good chop, it's kind of a thump and not a big slap. Um, yeah, so I'm getting uh, I'm getting ones. I, I showed I showed the guy making them. Like I like the look of these, but I want a chop. <laughs> I want people to hear the chop. Yeah. So do what you can. So I might actually be getting those when I go down for drunken peasants next nice. week. So we'll we'll have a look and. See if he didn't fuck them up. They got a little little uh, zipper around the palm that you can just pull <laughs> when it it's down. chopping time. <laughs> I like that. But I think one of the best chops I've ever done in any scenario, like in a match or not, but certainly not in a match. It was early in R- Kelly's tenure at mm. three two one battle, and when he was early, early in it, we didn't like him that really. much Not and really. maybe I don't, I don't think we hated him. We didn't hate him. We, we never just thought hated he him. He was annoying. Yeah. So And also kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. And Sh- uh, shout out to friend of the show Rook. <laughs> yeah, who by by the way, we, we like, like now, now and it's cool. <laughs> yeah, we like now. Yeah, we just and I I don't know. I don't even I don't even think if if you happen to be listening, I don't even think it's your fault. I don't think you particularly made a bad first impression. No, I don't no. know. Just a, anyway, you're just a new guy that was yeah. kind of like too. Maybe yeah, you, maybe you were too enthusiastic. And we were or just something. like, oh, who's this fucking? Yeah, guy? that you know what? That's what you get for caring. Yeah. <laughs> for, that's what you get for trying to impress the new people you're going to be consistently working yeah. with. So yeah, it was quite early into him being there, and it was after a show, and um. And it came out that it was his birthday. Oh, or maybe like it was his birthday at midnight. Yeah. Um, and so as as the show was over, it came out that it was his birthday and, uh, and that he agreed to birthday chops. Yes, and he did. Yes, he did. And uh, a good chunk of people lined up. People hit some good ones. Um, Al was right in front of me mm-hmm. and hit a really, really good one. Uh, Al's a good chopper. And Al's a, a very good chopper, and and a big guy. He's got he got some got some heft behind those chops. Yes. Uh, and then I went, and then I don't know. Maybe maybe Rook had even annoyed me that day or something. <laughs> but I just absolutely laid it in. It was so, and it was in the locker room, so it it like the sound bounced off of every wall <laughs> in yeah. the locker room. It was deafening. It was cr- and and he crumpled <laughs> and i i don't know in my head i think i was the last shot but i probably actually wasn't but it didn't matter <laughs> after, yeah, yeah. after i had done my someone else someone else did one and it was fine yeah, yeah. but uh yeah one legit one of the hardest shops i've ever done just absolutely <laughs> ruined rook kelly's birthday <laughs> yeah i uh i think the only hard ones really well but i think my favorite chopping related thing is with you with cj <laughs> when we were doing the fucking around the horn and yeah he, and he kept covering up yeah that was good but like uh because i used to have to do that spot all the fucking time uh-huh. and which i was actually kind of fine with because most people would either throw shit chops yeah or like once you're kind of like the adrenaline's going you don't it doesn't really matter so much yeah much. and it depends who you're doing it with because like when we did it in chicago yeah you and chewy were on my team yes so i didn't have to take chops yeah. from you and chewy so two of the which worst were chopper probably the two worst choppers chopping there. you yeah. so i was like oh fucking this is great like the yeah. only person that threw hard chops castro was, uh was dan Oh yeah, and yeah. so it was like Dan, Steve, and, and Josh. Yeah. Then it was uh, B Snow, Rick, and Craig, Devin Bliss, or Devin Bliss. Yeah, Devin, yeah. And then the other team was Craig Castro and Al- Alex Owlson. Okay, yeah. So like, 
None of them threw good chops. No. And Steve was very nice with his chops. And Josh's were whatever. But Dan's were very hard. Yeah. But so I was going. And like, I don't, I have no reason why. But like, (laughs) because at the time, still friends with Dan. So like, you know, not that hard to Dan, not that hard to Steve, a little hard to Josh. Oh, and then um, you nailed someone? No, not really hard to Rick, and then fucking B Snow. For whatever <laughs> reason, I have nothing against no, Brandon Snow at all. Yeah. But I was just, just like, like, just like, oh, fuck it. And I just hit him just as hard as I fucking wailed could. on him. Like, and my arm hurt afterwards because I hit him. So yeah. And I did it every time I went around. Each I would, time? I would only hit him <laughs> as hard as I could because I was like, eh, whatever, I gotta hit somebody. Gotta smash someone. Yeah, like, I'm like, might you know, as well be this nice, Dan's quiet, my, unassuming guy. Dan's my friend, Steve's my friend, Josh is my friend i'm fine with these guys i don't know them that well yeah, i'm like the chicago guys i like yeah so i was just like well i gotta pick somebody huh? and like you're the one i'm gonna Sorry, hit. Pal. <laughs> like, i had met rick before yeah i had met bliss before i don't know if i had met beast now before was beast in pittsburgh i think so oh, okay yeah maybe i didn't but i was like yeah like whatever yeah. <laughs> gonna hit somebody so he was my my one target I, yeah I, fuck, I i swung for the goddamn fences on that one I like. I was trying to hurt him, <laughs> but yeah, birthday birthday chops are great. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it depends on who you're, who you're doing it to. Because there's yeah. definitely a lot of people that bitch out as soon as they like get hit once. Oh yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, for yeah, anyone not wrestling related, that's pretty much the norm. Yeah, is thinking like this can't be so bad. Taking one and then never wanting one no, again yeah, for the rest of not, your yeah. life. Yeah, I think it's it's really fun when you get to prove to non wrestling friends. Yeah. like how much it fucking sucks. Yeah. they they just have no idea yeah. how much like most things hurt. Here here's how much tougher I am than you. It would blow. Yeah. It would yeah, yeah, blow yeah. your mind. Yeah. B- relative to me, what an incredible pussy you are. Yeah, like, you might be tougher than me in a fight, but I can take a chop and, like, sometimes, like, if I, if, if you know, right now, maybe not, because it's been two years since I'd had a fucking match, but in the past, like, when I'm wrestling consistently, I take a chop and, like, I don't have to sell it. But yeah. right now, maybe I would sell it. <laughs> but, like, once you get, like, worked in a bunch and you take a whole bunch of chops, it's whatever. But, like, yeah, I could take... 10 or 15 chops from the same person just like bam 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 and you can't even take one from me who throws bad chops <laughs> yeah like <laughs> since we're on the topic should we talk about wrestling newsmaker cody rhodes uh, yeah we can talk about n- noted coward and sack of shit cody rhodes <laughs> noted likable guy very likable well, well, uh he, he and his wife both well liked by their peers everyone likes them yeah they're very chill they're not super opinionated <laughs> so general overview for people who don't know which is should be most of our audience because they all love the wrestling they love the they wrestling. tune into this podcast for wrestling which is funny because it started out as a wrestling podcast it, it, this was uh this has been a wrestling podcast for longer than anything else that is correct. Every every move, every non wrestling podcast, any movie podcast, any just uh, general discussion general podcast Tom you get, Fuckery. that is a treat for you. That is us going against the grain. This is at its core a wrestling podcast. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So stop being babies about it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you fucking cowards. In fact, go back and count the number of non wrestling podcasts we've done. But only as the worst year of our lives. Okay. Before, sure, sure, sure. 
Yeah. It's all over the fucking map. Yeah. Go, go back and count the number of uh, non-wrestling podcasts we've done, and then send us $1 for every one of those. Fair? $1 American. American. United States dollars. I don't want any Czech kroner. I don't want any yen. People have tried that shit. our money. I want 46 billion won. So I'm a Squid Game man, mm. which I, I I ran the numbers. It uh, that uh, converts to a hundred dollars. I think those guys were going pretty hard in Squid for Game for a hundred bucks. Yep. Unless cost of living is way lower. Never going to be but... able to buy a couple mansions here and not live in them with that kind of money. <laughs> That's not Korea. Leave Korea alone. They're all the same. Leave Brittany alone. Leave Brittany alone. Chris Crocker. Remember we couldn't remember his name. Now now we can. It's Always. now now he's all we think about. Is Chris Crocker, uh, which I feel like Chris Crocker like went a, maybe I'm just making it up. Did he go a different direction after Leave Britney Alone? Did he like uh, did he either like go full trans or like alt right and like fascist haircut? Yeah, he start he started going trans. Yeah, then just went back to being a gay man. Okay, did gay porn. Nice, uh, and then I think just became. A, and now is YouTuber, and and now is happily married with a wife and kids. Uh, I'll tell you in a second, Chris Crocker, <laughs> and was was uh, briefly the uh, the lead singer for Soundgarden. No, that was Chris. That's Cornell. Chris Cornell. That's right. That's right. Uh, nope, full on trans. Christine N- Crocker. now goes by Kara Cunningham. Didn't even keep the last name. Nope. That's how. Molested he was. Yikes. You know when you get rid of the you know, when you get rid of the last name, something happened at home. Yeah. You're not okay. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I promise you're not okay. Uh is this even Chris Crocker? Or is it to... You better not have led me astray with your fake news. Drew, this isn't the fake news. Uh, That's CNN. Oh, MSNBC. Um, yep. <laughs> this is God, no, no. God, God damn it! <laughs> full, full just, on trans. The second, the second you said MSNBC, this is a. I don't like the way my brain works anymore because it didn't used to be like this, but now it is. The second you said MSNBC. The, the phrase, my sweet B be calling, <laughs> like scrolled through my head. That's right. what MSNBC stands for now. Mm. My sweet neighbor be calling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> this is Chris Crocker now. Pretty lady. A lot of Botox. A lot of Botox. face surgery. A lot of uh, jaw feminization. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wonder if she still cries as much. Yeah, there is actually a probably. Video of, uh, there is a video. Probably of, more. Hmm. Oh look, crying, crying. <laughs> I mean, if you have a thing, do your thing. I respect oh, that. Crying happily though, because ah. she got her legal name changed to Kara Vivian Cunningham. I like Vivian. And now has official, like, social card ID, birth certificate, et cetera, et cetera. And now can Vivian, use... just like Kelly's middle name. That's true. Uh, now can use any bathroom in North Carolina she wants. 
Except the one she wants to. <laughs> Look, you can, hey, you can use any bathroom except that one. But that's what gender I, I did. No. Nope. No. <laughs> no. No. You're going to go in there and you're going to try and touch other men's dicks. You're not allowed in there. It's. It's such a long way to go. It really to, is. I I want to meet the one the one guy who did that. Like that's the, the one guy. The one guy who ruined it for every for every trans person forever. The one guy who found a loophole in the system. He's like, huh? If I cut my dick off, <laughs> and. <laughs> and, and <laughs> And then make a big fuss. Cut my dick off. So people let me go in the women's washroom. Just so I can touch. Then I can look at tits. tits. (laughs) Yeah, that's a long way to go. Such a long way to go. But you know what? Someone, you know what? It's the same thing. You know when you see a crazy warning sign? Yep. There's a reason that sign's up. Yeah. Please do not do this. Please, this is not for this. Please do not fuck the dogs. Like, well, somebody fucked the dog at some point. Well, that's what you get for putting the dog park next to uh, uh, Pier 1 Imports. <laughs> of like, where do white women go? <laughs> uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Short story is that... Uh, Cody Rhodes was in the WWE, and he's the son of legendary wrestler Dusty Rhodes, uh, who I would describe as an all-time fat, one of the great, one of the great, one of the great yeah. fat athletes of all time. Fat athletes, uh, yeah. Fat athlete, uh, garbage body since day one. It's yeah. not like he started in shape and got nope. fat in his later years. Always nope. fat. Um, amazing promo, multi-time world champion. Um, yeah, and a, just a just a big, big fat piece of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So that's his father. He had medium success in WWE. Am I being generous? You're being generous. He was in WWE. He he had the Intercontinental title once and the tag titles maybe twice. Yeah. He had a mustache for a while. A mustache for a while. Had a broken face for a while. Had a broken face for a while. Mysterio. Yep. That's about it. And then he got stuck doing a character that he absolutely fucking hated and was miserable and vocal about how miserable he was within the company. Yeah, and he eventually left, which at the time was pretty rare for people who had only come up through the WWE system. Guys who start in WWE, they're either WWE for life or if they're fired, they never wrestle again. They stop wrestling. Because they don't understand wrestling. Because the the WWE is this weird insular bubble. Yeah. And and it's just a different style of everything. Yeah. So just going out. And in most out, other promotions, like you have to be good at wrestling, which yeah. is not a thing. Going out into the yet. indies, you're like not going to be able to just do what you were doing. Yeah. You'd have to adapt. And I think a lot of the people that are developmental wrestlers uh, like don't actually like wrestling. Yeah. So like they're not going to go out and be like, oh, sick. I get to go out and have like a technical battle with so-and-so like whatever. It's like, oh, I don't get to like take soft bumps and only work for six minutes. Like no thing. Which is mostly posing. Yeah. Yeah. Like playing to the crowd. I have, and to, I have, to, hit all, I have to hit all my marks on my entrance. Yeah. Is like the big thing. And if one... they, they practice their entrances. Yep. That is so yep. fucking 
embarrassing. And if one spot goes wrong, I don't know how to adjust on the fly, so I just have to do it. What do you mean? Even Im- if it's not working perfectly. <laughs> what do you mean improvise? What do you mean I'm a woman and my brain's smaller? <laughs> That's why they make half. Uh, <laughs> or 75% or... Whatever it is, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> so, so Cody Rhodes did. <clears throat> oh my God. I, you know what? I got the COVID. Great. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Good thing I can't get it. I can't get it either. So, uh, oh yeah, I, th- I think we we glossed over that. So yeah, so you have had multiple <laughs> COVID exposures at work. Oh yeah, I'm glad that we uh, kept our our uh, theme of neither one of us being able to stay on task for anything. Look, we got three subjects sort of on the go at once. Yeah. We're doing our best. Multiple we- COVID exposures at work. Oh yeah, like every, every yeah. fucking week I have to have a conversation with one of the managers like so you you had exposure we're really sorry if you have symptoms stay home and I keep saying you don't need to apologize it's not your fucking fault but also I'm going to use this to my advantage absolutely but then you also had COVID exposure at home at home with the person you live with and still also didn't get it because a few people have mentioned like does Drew have COVID again? I'm like, he's never had it. I never had it. He's had other... You did have an, another illness during COVID. Yeah. But it wasn't COVID. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, it's funny because... Yeah. On, in general, you have a very weak constitution and get sick all the time. But somehow, you're incapable of getting COVID. Maybe not anymore. Maybe I toughened up. Maybe all those leg punches worked. Maybe all that punching toughening yourself... Toughening up my thighs actually the toughened thighs up my immune system. Toughened you up. Uh, yeah. Maybe, got, so are you, are you an unbreakable now? Maybe. I better stay away from puddles. And <laughs> I better stay away from puddles and people I don't recognize. <laughs> Spoilers for glass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I... Yeah, I had a, like a really bad cold yeah. that I like had some minor and then major covid side effects from like losing my taste uh but then took a covid test and it was negative yeah so then i was like okay and like i told them my symptoms and they were like yeah i mean those are covid symptoms but they could also just be a cold yeah so then turns out i just had a very fucking bad cold Mm -hmm. uh everything got i got better and uh then yeah i uh got exposed to it by someone who lives in this apartment and rude uh (laughs) I for so for like the fur but like all both of us are triple vaxxed so Brag. Sh- you know were, I'm I'm thinking the vaccine does nothing I'm thinking the I'm vaccine ha- killed Betty White <laughs> thanks Hulk Hogan I'm thinking about getting vaccinated <laughs> <laughs> you know what this uh this this seems like this seems like almost a pandemic I yeah. think you know, I think some pe- the few people who have done it so far yeah. might be on the right track. They, I'm, 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 I'm not doing. I, I'm not committing to anything. Yeah, but I'm thinking about getting vaccinated. There's, there are absolutely listeners. or taking horse medicine. Oh, that's the way to go. Yeah, uh, just don't say anything racist like 12 years ago, or else your episodes will get. Oh, taken that's out. the bad thing. Yeah. Not, uh, not endangering a nation with yes. misinformation. Yeah. There are absolutely people listening to this episode right now that are uh, not vaccinated and will never get vaccinated. Yep. And now they're feeling personally attacked and they're going to come after us. But they, they in their hearts know that they're actually the coolest listeners. So they... <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll get over it very I quickly. Not, okay, not to get on the fourth tangent of what we're fucking talking about. Let me write that down. But I... 
Uh, it's weird. I've come around quite far on as far the as... The right of the political spectrum? <laughs> yeah. So, like, before I was, like, super conscious about not going out, not getting exposure, staying away from everything, like, masks all the time, all the fucking time. We didn't kiss for four months. Uh, we did not, we did not kiss for four fucking months. Yeah. And... Crazy. And then, uh, when we... And then... And then... And then we d- devised a podcast where we kiss every episode. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Check, check the timeline. No kisses to only kisses. Yep. Um, but at the same time, like, so now, now that we're like, you know, two fucking years into this. Yeah. Uh, my my views on things have changed a like. I would think significantly. Like, plandemic I, or scamdemic? You be the judge. Um, uh, plandemic. <laughs> no, I like I. I still view myself very much far left. I'm dangerously far left. You're, yeah, like you're, I'm so far left. You might say I've gone all the way around the spectrum to right. You're so far left that you won't even listen to anything that casts a shadow. I'm left in the way that China is left. Ah, <laughs> the real left. China. Communist, communist, left. That's my kind of left. There you go. That's true. Also, they're not communist. No. Like, I don't know how they get away with... Like, you're you're a capitalist dictatorship. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you not seen the people in Vancouver driving around with their minivans protesting the capitalists uh, in China and get yeah. them out of power and et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm, I very much a, like a, a left-sided, like 100 on, like on every major view, except the. Israel. Oh what? Well, yeah, I guess except Israel and ex- I'm yeah. Well, my my joke is always I am super far left on everything except the forced execution of the mentally disabled. <laughs> everything else super left. <laughs> <laughs> and on that one, I'm a little Texasy. I'm a little Texasy on that one. Or Germany. Or Germany. Ger- Germany does that, don't they? I guess, I guess or- Germany was forced. Texas just like is okay with doing it yeah. if they if they do yeah. a crime. If like like if they shoplift, they'll they'll gas them. Yeah, yeah. Oof. I mean, or whatever they're doing these days. I don't know. Firing squad. Firing squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, P.S. Firing squad. Most humane style of execution. Huh. Yeah. It's the most brutal. Yeah. Which is why we don't do it. Right. But electric chair and fuck and lethal injection are way worse for the person getting executed. What about death by snoo snoo? That's the one. I mean, if if we could work out the logistics, right. that's the way to go. Yeah, I would I would choose death by snoo snoo. But anyway. That is the warrior's death. <laughs> the warrior's death. But anyway, you were saying how you're a communist. Uh, I'm a communist. Uh, I'm a demon. <laughs> um, but I don't know. The longer this goes on, and it just doesn't seem like... The now, okay, don't get me wrong. Like having the people we have in charge, this this is a better case scenario than what we would have had had like let's say a more conservative yeah person was in charge or a more right sided person was in charge. But I feel like like they're not even taking it seriously anymore. Kind of like it's to the point where there are signs on. Like every building you go into or transit or they're saying like masks only, you can't enter this establishment without a mask. You mm-hmm. can't do this without a mask. But then people go in without it and they they, they don't, and they do, don't anything. do anything. 
They don't do anything. Like people come into my store all the time, and we're supposed to like phone the manager. You're supposed to tell on them. And tell, you're supposed to tell. You're supposed to tell on yeah. them. And they, you say like, "Hey, there's somebody walking around without a mask," and they come out, and like all you have to do is say, "I have a medical exemption." They're like, "Okay." And then yeah. they go back, and they're like, they come over to you, they're like, yeah, they have medical exemption. They're like, okay, well, you don't have to fucking prove anything. No. Also, and, and also, if they said, what? I'm not putting a mask on, yeah. they're not going to do anything. No. They, 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 don't, they don't stop you from walking around without the mask on. So, And it, also, like, as far as the, the medical exemption thing is so fucking dumb. Like, how many people legitimately are able to walk around fine, totally fine, mm-hmm. but also... Somehow putting a mask like a, on a slight hindrance, a over slight your layer airway. of fabric, somehow endangers it your health. It prevents them from being able to walk. Yeah, like they collapse to the ground. That's They're... like two people on Earth. Yes, <laughs> and those people aren't allowed to leave their home. Yeah, because exposure to the those outside people are in bubbles will kill them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Bubble Boy. It's fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. His bravest role. Bravest role. So. Like, that's that's the thing, is, like, liberals are such, like, fucking cowards that well, they're like, that's, these well, I are mean, the rules, but if you don't follow them, we're too afraid to enforce them, so please follow them. I mean, that, that's the thing since day one. The, the left are cowards and the right are cheaters. Yeah. It's, it's basically... Yeah. So, you know, it's, like, cheaters and evil. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But, it, like, they're so afraid yeah. of... Con- like, they're afraid of confrontation is what it is. Yeah. They're afraid that if they're going to say someone, you can't do this without wearing a mask, that they're going to be like, oh, you're fucking telling me what to do? And like, oh, please, please, don't. I can't. No. Oh, oh, oh. Like, it's... That, that's the thing. It's like, literally at this point, just like, you can't... If you're not going to implement the same rules for everyone, then you have to remove the, everything. Like yeah. I, if I was given the option to not wear a mask at work, I, I might choose not to. Yeah, you, you said you're just about done. Well, with wearing I mean, the thing is work. that there's so many people that come in that don't even wear them. Yeah, and like I'm outside. I'm like you know I'm interacting with enough people. It's not necessarily a death sentence anymore. Yeah, uh, you still like obviously I still want to go. I want to go through this. And at the end, be like, I never fucking got it. Yeah. I want to be one of the 1% that gets to look down on everybody else. Oh, you else dummies. And be like, you fucking losers all got COVID. <laughs> and I was out here kissing babies, <laughs> sucking dicks, yep. doing whatever the fuck I wanted. And I never fucking got it. Sucking babies, kissing dicks. Kissing dicks. Like, that's what I want at the end of the day. So I think there's part of me that is sort of like like moving more towards the center just because like if you're going to be such fucking cowards that can't implement guidelines and make people follow them like then what's the point you know like i take the sky train and the bus every morning and on on all the windows and inside the bus and on all of the stuff inside the station on the sky train it says masks are mandatory at all on times. transit yeah. at all times and there are transit police or sky pigs as we call them nice uh on the trains with people who aren't wearing masks sky pig <laughs> <laughs> so like what's the fucking point you have people there that are supposed to implement hey mask or get out and they're not doing it so then why do we even have the fucking mask thing 
If, yeah. if it's not going to be for everyone, then why do we have it at all? Who's it helping if, like, uh, like maybe not half, but, like, 40% of the population do- is, isn't going to follow it and doesn't have to follow it, right? Like, yeah, exactly. If people are going to get COVID, they're going to get COVID. And if it's going to get spread around, it's going to get spread around. And if it's just going to be, like, the common flu all the time... Then mm-hmm. let's just fucking move on. People get colds, they get the flu, they get strep throat, they get uh, fucking kissing disease, they get all that stuff. They all get the mono, time. they get TB, they get TB. radiation poisoning, yeah. they get AIDS, they get, they get uh, VD, they get VD. So like it's just a sickness. So Vietnam dick. <laughs> Vietnam dick. Is that where you put your dick in an underage boy? They- <laughs> That's Thailand. Ah, oh, that's Thailand. Dick. Vietnam dick is when you have rice noodles coming out of it. Ah, mm. gross. <laughs> uh, I got, I got the vermicelli. <laughs> well, that's that's Drew's political right corner for the episode. Yep, excellent. Uh, a fun, fun new segment <laughs> of the show. Uh, fun new segment where I become my father. Yep. <laughs> I do like Drew becomes his dad corner. <laughs> Although I will, you know what I will say that my my dad was definitely very much more of a centralist or center leaning right growing up like my entire life. Yeah. But now that he's older and retired, I think he's is a he getting little, lefter? He's a yeah. little more left for sure. Like he's yeah. definitely like he doesn't wear his white knight's hat so much anymore. I don't even know where the white knight's hat oh, is. I think it goodness. might be gone. But also Sad. like my 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 uncle's gay, Bragg, and Damn when uh, my uncle's straight. Oh, that sucks for you. And was born on Hitler's birthday. <laughs> nice. 420, baby. 420. Um, and like when I was a baby, my dad definitely told my mom not to let my uncle hold me because he might give me AIDS. <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, it was the 80s. And to be, and he was right <laughs> and, to say it. And that's why I have AIDS. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why I got AIDS as a baby, as a baby. from my gay uncle. But like now my dad is like, you know, way more like friendly social like engaging with my uncle uh, yeah. whereas before he was like a little standoffish and right. and and my, you know he's a lot more open to just like i don't know the having progressive... sex with your uncle maybe okay it's not his brother yeah no. so it's his brother-in-law right brother-in-law great um but he's a lot more open to like progressive ideas. Yeah, you know, like he's a lot more of a relaxed, like, like normal thinking human being. Yeah. So uh, maybe all like uh, like how about let's just uh, pick a random subject. How about uh, voting for Chinese people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Absolutely. Cool. <laughs> uh, Nelly Shen. Shout out to Nelly Shen. Shout out to member of parliament. <laughs> Or a member of legislative, legislative assembly. assembly yeah. uh, so I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to start out left wing my whole life, and just and creep as I get older, I'm going to creep over like a, like a bunch of his friends who all started out as like potheads in the '80s. Like you're going the wrong I'm, direction across the Berlin Wall. Yeah, I'm putting bricks back up. You're se- <laughs> you're sneaking into East Germany. <laughs> yeah. I'm sneaking into East Germany yeah. and rebuilding the wall from that side because you think everyone because you think everyone in West Germany's gay. Yep. <laughs> Listen to the music. Yeah. True. The dancing, the too music. Too much techno. Too much techno. Too Nobody much listens. David Hasselhoff. Nobody listens to techno. Uh, that is true. Moby? Moby. You get stumped by Obi. Yeah. Real name's no gimmicks. Yeah. Obi Trice. <laughs> <laughs> Can't fool me again. Maybe your best tweet ever. 
It was, it was good. It's maybe. my. I think it's my most popular. Yeah, it's maybe your best feud ever. Uh, okay, back to Cody. Back being to Cody a, Rhodes. Being a fucking coward. So yeah, so he left WWE and then um, went on the indies and had success on the indies, but not because of how good a wrestler he we was. We got to see him have a real bad match at BOLA. We did see him. He had one of the worst uh, matches at BOLA. Brian Ma- No. Um, what did Cody Evan do? Evan Bourne? No. Chiampa? Chiampa. Yeah. Before he signed the E. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, Cody Rhodes is, is, was, and always will be a mediocre wrestler. Mr. Three Stars. Mi- like the, yeah, he's the three-star match machine. But what he, his calling that he found, like, immediately upon leaving WWE was he realized he was good at marketing himself. And that's what he did. And to his credit, he did a fantastic job with that. He, he was the first, um notepad list of people I want to wrestle posted on Twitter and Instagram, right? Like, that was... Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. he pioneered he, that. He made that list of all the people he wanted to... You know what? I'm going to find that list and see how many of them he did. I think a lot. Well, probably a lot, but I yeah. don't know if he did all of them. And, uh, yeah, so he immediately started getting booked by all, like, the big indies and then, like, weaseled his way into New Japan, the biggest promotion in Japan, who, which at the time was super hot, like the hottest New Japan had ever been. Are you counting who he did and didn't? Let's, let's take a look. Tell us about the list. Uh, so he's got Adam Cole. No. He must have. Oh, I don't think so. When would they have been in the... Ring of Honor? But they will both. I guess they were both heels. They were both BC, baby. I'll uh, I'll try to check some while you uh, while you go through. Adam Cole, mm-hmm. Dalton Castle, did did yeah. Bola did did. Kurt Angle didn't did not. Hero did not. No, probably not. Uh, just the miracle that Mike Bennett probably and probably did in Ring of Honor. Uh, I don't know, maybe. No, because Bennett was kind of in WWE for a lot of the Cody in the Ring of Honor time, wouldn't he be? No. Well, when no, did, that was later. When did Bennett sign in? Not like I care, but... I don't know, like 2019? Uh, Moose. He wrestled Moose. Probably. Pat Buck. I think they did somewhere in like yeah. just some Northeast something. Uh, the streamer thing. So have streamers I think. Phone. I think... Uh, yeah, I think just do yeah. streams. Uh, Young Bucks, which they did because they did him and Dustin versus Young Bucks, didn't they? They did that, and they did. Um, when did that, I think they did him and Omega versus Young Bucks. Yeah, maybe in New Japan. Maybe. Uh, uh, did Cody Cody wrestled Adam Cole for the NEW Heavyweight Title on May twenty sixth, twenty seventeen? Okay. Cool, cool story, bro. Happy to do it. Uh, then he got Trevor Lee. Might have. Maybe. He's really, he's really picking. Cody Rhodes wrestled Chris Hero at Evolve. Okay. August 20th, 2016. And then again somewhere else that, uh, nobody watched. Okay. But, uh, I think, yeah, I think he did a lot of these and we don't, uh, know about it. What because was the other? Because they were in nowhere fucking feds. Uh, Trevor Lee. I'm just checking on Moose, and he did. Yeah, I think in, I can remember that happening because no one gave a shit about it. Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee. 
Trevor. Uh, yep. Trev. Oh, how could we have forgot? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but they they did have a PWG match. But the first one that came up was uh, was from uh, uh, for the BPW title in uh, Barnesville, Georgia. I'm like, how did we forget that match? Of course. But they did. They did also work in uh, PWG. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Katsuyori Shibata. That would have been tight. <laughs> yeah. Because he was only he only left in 2016, and Shibata had his brain removed in because he drank too many energy spring drinks. 2017. Uh, however, they were on opposite sides of a tag six weeks before Shibata's brain fell out. There you go. Jay Lethal and Shibata against Cody and Hangman Page. Well, Lethal was ROH champion, probably. Yeah, it, it, was, it was one during their. Like, it was one of the promotional shit. The like ROH. Slash New Japan uh, yeah, in yeah, Japan yeah, shows. Yeah, 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 What else uh, you got? Personal ring announcer, which I assume Brandy, Brandy. must have done. Yeah. And Roderick Strong. I'm sure you're Roderick. So did he do everyone? Uh, yes, he didn't he did. do Roderick Strong. That's oh. the, the one that got away. Well, and guess I guess not. Roddy got signed quite quickly because Roddy was signed in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There you go. So is Roddy the only one? Roddy's the only one. Wow. He did it. So yeah. So he made a big list of people who wanted to wrestle and everyone got excited about. It. Then every other fucking indie lamo copied him and did the same thing, uh, which was embarrassing. And uh, yeah. So he, he worked all the big, uh, like major, major independent <laughs> promotions and got in with. Uh, the the elite slash Bullet Club, your your Young Bucks and Kenny Omegas and Adam Pages and uh, keep going. I don't know who else founded uh, fucking AEW. Who's a guy that I wrestle as? Drew Kitty Cat. He likes kick? young girls. Oh, Kenny Omega. Uh, people like weird like Omega and AEW haters they're like Kenny Omega was with Riho when she was underage I'm like also Riho was the little girl he wrestled oh Riho was the little I'm like he's gay he's a gay man <laughs> if you're gonna say mean things about him make them accurate call him a queer mo but don't say he was with underage girls um Oh, <laughs> Marty Squirrel, but he didn't found AEW. I was talking. Oh, a I thought you, sorry, I thought you meant. I knew. I, yeah, there's other elite guys, and uh, elite. and and wasn't in that group. But Chris Jericho also was one of the. Why too gay? <laughs> I would argue you could never be too gay, <laughs> except Kenny Omega, too gay. And yeah, so then they, along with uh, son of a billionaire Tony Khan. <laughs> Son of a gun. Former Death Valley driver message board poster, Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, founded AEW, the first legitimate competition to WWE in 20 years. I mean, unless you count global forms, but... <laughs> I, mean, I count global There is forms. always global force wrestling. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then has been a, uh, a founding member and a... And, integral-ish part of the show since it started in uh, 2019 and AEW's been 
doing great and uh, and growing and increasing in the ratings and profits and their next TV deal whenever I think that doesn't come up till 2024 but they should get a like a Huge. big a big new deal and they can spend even more money which is great uh, but in all this time uh, his his first fatal mistake was he was in a feud with Chris Jericho for the title yeah and for some dumbass reason, decided to add the stipulation, if I don't win this challenge for the title, I will never, ever Amber. challenge for the title again. Amber. And th- and this is in a promote because like if that happened in wwe he'd be challenging for it the next month but yeah. this is in a promotion that like actually wants to like be honest to the fans and like stick to stipulations and all that so he lost and did in fact never challenge for the title again so now he's so now there's like an element to him that you can never fully get behind because like no matter what crazy win streak he goes on or anything he's never gonna get a title shot so yeah. he can only plateau to a certain level he um they, they created this a secondary title which he won i don't know 100 times yeah, <laughs> three uh, i 13, think 14 <laughs> yeah just putting himself over because he needed to have yeah. a title but as time went on there was a weird thing about all of his segments on the tv show where it was it felt different and was weirdly detached from the rest of the show. And even people within the company called it, like, whenever you were involved in it, they called it entering the Cody-verse. Because it was this weird thing that... Cause I got, and Cody, like, booked all the stuff himself because he had booking privileges. Yeah. And he's an uh, executive VP of the promotion with, all, with the other founders. And, uh, and I think people started to... Uh, people within the company started to not enjoy it. And certainly the fans started to not enjoy it and uh the fans at, at a point just collectively decided to fully turn on cody Rhodes. oh yeah like a hundred percent now it was the turn was around the time he got an unironic neck tattoo <laughs> which he thought was like it, the last year like there have been these little bits and pieces and clues that keep getting more and more obvious that Cody is a weird delusional guy. Yeah. Like he got a neck tattoo of like his, his logo, logo with like the American flag yeah. like right on his And like not small. Like like a, like it's his whole the whole side right of his right neck. His jugular. <laughs> yeah. So and like and and like not for uh not for an ironic thing, not for uh some heel thing he was doing. I, even those things would be extreme reasons to yes. do that. Yeah, yeah. But this he is, just genuinely this is because he thought it cool. was sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so we got that. And then also that uh, though I think the one thing that really sealed it was uh, that ill-fated feud with uh, Anthony Agogo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where he cut this like weird raw raw America yeah. e- evil foreigners promo against b- a white but, British guy, uh, <laughs> white ish. He's black. He's all the way black. He's all the way black. He's just light skin black. I think I'm confusing him with the other guy. T. Marshall. No, who's the other guy? One more. Uh, Nick Camarano. Nick Camarano. That's who. I'm, that's who. I, who's Italian and like no, darker. No, th- that's actually a hundred percent who I was thinking of. I don't think I've ever seen Anthony Agogo. Oh well, he's, he's just a black he's guy. A, he's a blackish man. Okay, all the better. Um. So yeah. So Anthony he, Ogopogo. <laughs> that's his name. Don't worry about it. He's a monster in, uh, like, uh, he is black. Yeah, yeah I was definitely thinking, I I somehow, <laughs> I thought I had... This is going to be racist, isn't no, it? No, 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 it's actually not. I just had one picture of a guy in my head 
and it was Nick Camarado. But that guy is both Nick Camarado and Anthony Agogo. He okay. is both people. Okay. He's all things to all people. So, yeah, so Cody did, like, just a weird fucking promo that really turned a lot of people off. And then I think the feud went nowhere because Agogo, like, immediately, like, broke his orbital bone uh, in training. It wasn't even yeah, a fight, was tra- it? No, it was training. Yeah. And then, and then he and back, hasn't been back well, since. Well, he went back to the UK. Yeah. And now he can't get out of the UK, uh, I think. He's yeah. stuck in the UK. Or Europe or whatever. Hashtag scamdemic. Uh, yeah. Plandemic <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, they, I don't know how you're you're getting them confused because they look. It's it's like, because I have never seen the other right, one, right? Because like they don't even look remotely. The no, same. I know it, it's not like I'm confusing their looks. I've only seen one look, but I decided he was both people. Fair. Yeah. So and and it's just been going on, and then but Co- then Cody sort of started leaning into it a bit, and like literally saying yeah. on TV, yeah. "I'm never going to turn heel," yeah. which is. But heel is bad guy, and he, he like on 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 screen he's a good guy. He fights bad guys, but yes. but the fans boo him. But the fans hate him. Yeah, and yeah. it would be logical when that happens yeah. to turn him heel. Well, it's like it's like any time that they turn like the Miz face. Yeah, like nobody likes you. Yeah, so nobody Stop wants it. to cheer for you. Yeah, so then, and then they rightfully turn him back heel. Yeah, but Cody Rhodes like because was, he has creative control. Yeah. Over his own booking. And he he's, doesn't... He wants to be a baby face. Yeah, he doesn't want to be a heel, even though he's getting booed. Yeah, he he wants to be treated like Daniel Bryan was in WWE yeah. at the height of the Yes movement. And like, is so delusional that he thinks he can get that, despite what is actually happening. Like, he's standing in the ring... in-ring ability. Yeah, and not being that good a wrestler. And then... Yeah, so then, yeah, he said he never turned heel. Then he got this lame-ass shirt that would have been good if it was a, a kind of a funny thing. If it was, if this was all on the way to an actual heel turn, yeah. it would have been okay. Yeah. Uh, but he got a shirt with, like, uh, th- uh, three lines with check boxes beside them. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, face, heel, Cody Rhodes with a cool logo. And the check was beside that one. Yeah. Which, again, was, it was not a bad, like, heel yeah. thing. Yeah. But if you're, like, but that wasn't what was going through his head when that shirt was made. That shirt was made, like, yeah, they might be booing me, but at the end of the day, I'm Cody Rhodes, and I'm fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, his real-life mentality is heelish. He just is, isn't self-aware enough to yeah. know that. Yeah, he, like, he can't turn it off. Yeah. Like, and he, he just th- genuinely thinks that everything he does, like, the fans is awesome. are just going to eat it up. Yeah. Like, they're just going to suck his dick. And then he started getting, like, more and more desperate for the fans' approval. He, I don't know if you remember, it, it was maybe two months ago at most, he set himself on fire for real. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And got, like, severe burns to- on his back. Totally forgot about from that. From doing a dumb fire spot. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Where he was, where he had fire retardant gel on, can I say fire retardant? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that word, that, that's the uh, scientific term for it. When he had fire mentally handicapped gel on his, on his back, but he put it on like before he entered for the match, then he wrestled for like yeah. 17 minutes. Yeah, it's, and sweated it all off. Sweated it all off, and then took like a superplex through a flaming table and set his fucking back on fire. And people, like, they, they cheered for that spot. They cheered for the spot. And then when he came out the next week, back to booze. Because yeah. we don't like you. <laughs> and then same thing with, the, and, and then 
uh, then he got the TNT, and then yeah, then for some reason, like he had he had had the the TNT title, the secondary title, twice already. He challenged. Uh, recent-ish winner Sammy Guevara who is like pretty popular and a good guy totally um, a cool dude I mean, I mean uh, sorry a baby face not a cool dude yeah. <laughs> uh, but a baby face on uh, in storyline and uh, and then won the title for no reason are you, are you gonna tell the, fo- the whole story I'll tell the whole story he, he won the title for no reason and then they were gonna have a rematch for the title at on the uh, TNT special Battle of the Belts but then Cody got COVID that week. Yeah. So, and because it was Battle of the Belts, they couldn't have a match not for a With belt. No belt. So they had Sammy versus Cody's brother and much better wrestler, Dustin. And, and one of the best wrestlers ever. So fucking good uh, for the interim title. And then, and then Cody came back the very next week. Yeah. Which, like, it could be... If that show, if the show he missed had been anything other than Battle of the Belts, they wouldn't have had no. to do the yeah. dumb interim thing. Wouldn't have mattered. So, and but just the way it plays out on camera is so stupid now. Uh, he comes back the next week, and then they set up a ladder match between the two for Cody's Cody's title and the Sammy's interim, interim title. title. Again, Cody attempts to kill himself in that match for the fans' love. Why not? Uh, and uh, and Sammy wins, and yeah, so Sammy wins. So what was the point of Cody's like several week reign? It was so pointless. It was clearly just like another thing that he wanted it, it to do. It was a Cody thing. It was absolutely a Cody thing. Yeah. It, so it, while while all this is going on, there uh, there has begun to be friction with uh, him and the other executive VPs who he founded the company with. I think specifically the Young Bucks. It sounds like yeah, uh, and the Christian boys. Good Christian boys who, and it's not like everyone was just kind of who getting never have a black wife, <laughs> getting sick of Cody's shit, and and Brandy shit. It sounds like and, yeah, oh yeah, and P.S. Everyone, uh, Cody, hot mixed race wife, also a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. let's be really unlikable, uh, just a pain in the ass backstage. Yeah, and also uh, the the fans turned on her as much as yeah. Cody. Yeah. They they put her. In an angle with like the best, one of the best heel promos in the company, Dan Lambert, and he got cheers over her yeah. because they hated her that much, and then they scrapped the angle. Yeah, <laughs> oh, which is funny. Out. It was not. So, and Cody, for whatever reason, had been working without a contract since the end of 2021. And uh, so for a little while, it seemed like, oh, they're just like ironing out the details and he'll resign. But now we're to get into mid-February and he still hasn't resigned. And uh, then it's announced that he's leaving. So you him and his him and his bitch wife are <laughs> hitting the road. Him and his. Nope. Can't say it. Continue. No, you can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and word on the street is and it uh, it may even be really obvious come uh come air date for this yeah uh but it sounds like he's going back to wwe so if anyone wants to put together a compilation of bad things cody rhodes said about wwe after leaving and uh putting that uh together in a nice little package and uh putting it on the i don't know internet yeah uh, <laughs> i'm sure somebody will 
Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure by the time this goes up, somebody will have brought up all of the stuff. I'm said. sure some wrestling nerd tattletale is already on the case. Yep. So everyone's tattletale. God, including, including me at work. <laughs> um, um, Mr. Manager. Um, <laughs> um actually, uh, some of my managers are women. What? How? I don't know. They slept with someone at the top. Were they born men? They yes, okay. that's why. <laughs> On their license, it says man. You can, look, you can look like whatever you want, but your license has to say male if you want to be manager yeah. here. Only men, not fans. <laughs> only only fans of men. Only fans of men. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's most of the the Cody. Yeah saga yeah and then uh afterwards like when it was announced he was leaving it was a bunch of the like younger newer like undercard guys he had worked that were all like sucking his dick oh thanks cody like for the opportunity blah, blah, blah. you like, taught me so much nothing by any of the other like yeah, from the, any higher level guy no. not a word and and tony khan gave him the very vague diplomatic like, hey thanks for everything you did See yeah you. See bye you. <laughs> peace out It'll be a treat to not have to book you anymore. Yes. Because you made every angle weird. Yeah. So a major factor in him leaving was the fact that Tony had, like, taken away booking power from him. Yeah. Because literally everything he was doing wasn't working. Yeah, it was, like, it was getting untenable yeah. having him involved in the booking. Because, yeah, literally everything didn't work. Everything was failing. Yeah. So, so uh, welcome your early candidate for 2022 uh, coward, coward of, of the, the year. year, Cody and Brandy Rhodes. We um we might have to take away Kevin Owens, coward of the year, third place for 2021, if he gets to wrestle Steve Austin at WrestleMania. We'll see. Because that's if that was of the deciding factor in resigning. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Then we'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, and same thing for uh, Sami Zayn with, uh, I don't know, Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville. <laughs> Maybe or not. like a gauntlet against uh, Jackass guys. Ooh, Jackass guys. Which gauntlet. I also heard was a rumor. That, uh, that'd be fun. Um, Sammy yeah. versus Steve-O. Sammy versus Chris Pondia. Sammy versus, versus the corpse of Ryan Dunn. <laughs> the uh, the soon-to-be corpse of Bam Margera. Yeah. <laughs> Preston Lacey. Aaron McGeehee. McGee. Dave England. Dave Coulier. Dave. John Stamos. Bob Saget, RIP. Candace Cameron. RIP. RIP. Jody, Jody Sweeten and her giant Jody tits. Sweeten and her beautiful set of tits. Giant knockers. Lori Laughlin, straight out of jail. Straight out of Compton. Mary Kate Olson. Ashley Olsen, not Elizabeth Olsen. She's the, the good one. The black sheep of the Olsen family, Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, is that, uh, you know what? I can't pull Kimmy Gibbler's actress. I couldn't tell you either. Uh, is it Kimmy Gibbler? Did she play herself? Yeah. And starring, and Kimmy Gibbler as herself. Drew is uh, showing me a picture of Jody Sweeten's tits and their even bigger than I remembered. <laughs> Those things are enormous. That is that is back pain. Those are not some jumbo natties, though. Those are some jumbo I had things put in my chest. Yeah, yeah. And more power to her. More power to her. She's a strong, independent woman. Now, if only somebody had photoshopped 
her face onto some nudity. <laughs> and then... Oh my god! This, oh boy! This one's even better, and I love it. <laughs> okay, that one's not real. No, but that's, that's great. <laughs> that one's funny. <laughs> that yeah, that one was a comical, oh, comical port. You found some fake nudes. There's a yeah. there's a nice fake nude. <laughs> that's a nice. Some of the best. N- nice fake some port. some beautiful mid two thousands fake nudes. Yeah. My favorite. My, that's uh, exclusive jerk-off content of Drew from the ages of, like, 13 to 18. J- JPEGs downloaded from Kazaa. Absolutely. That's... You just type in someone's name that you think is attractive. Yep, and then you get their face on some porn star's rape body. victim's body. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, the system worked back then. It did. It really did. I don't know what's going on anymore. Although I'm excited for, like, good deep fakes. Yeah. Well, uh, someone hates your dad. Wow. Someone hates her dad. Uh, I guess we have... Hey, we watched a movie today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was part of the podcast today. It was watching a movie. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I kind of forgot. Oh. But but here we are. Uh, note number one. Coma hands. <laughs> so we watched uh, 1990s. A reversal of Fortune by director Barbet Schroeder. Barbet could be Schrader. I've seen S C H R O E D E R pronounced Schrader sometimes, yep. which I don't yep. care for because there's no A involved. Yep. But uh, anyway, some old guy named Barbet. Uh, who I mean, at the time he wasn't old. Who of course he's old all now. He was kind of old then. He's fucking dead. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the oldest you can be. That, you know what? It is. I looked into it. That is as old as you can get. It's the twenty-four is the highest number. Yep, Mr. Show reference. Um, yeah. So, director of uh, 1998's Desperate Measures brought us here to 1990's Reversal of Fortune. Jeremy Irons' is one and only Oscar win, mm-hmm. which is criminal because he should have got it for playing a gay lion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, if he had played a a gay better big cat anything other than line anything anything else is better literally any other big cat yeah. is better than lion a fatal flaw jeremy you could have you could have had it all could have been a jaguar could have been a, a serval panther could have been a panther could have been one of those water cats yep yeah. uh savannah cat even yeah even one of those like tiny feral ones your yeah. your savannas your your bla- black-footed black-footed boobies <laughs> those are blue-footed boobies but... yeah and our birds, our birds. <laughs> but yeah a lot of options out there none of which you chose you chose the gay one with the mane and the poofy tail and the poofy tail good job because he's a poof true so the movie is about uh, it is <laughs> well based on one of my a book by one of my favorite authors, mm-hmm. Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz, who I in my head always makes me think that he's the son of Sam. <laughs> Alan Dershowitz and uh, David Berkowitz are the same person. I love Alan Dershowitz, son of Sam. That guy has lived the life. He was the son of Sam. He got Klaus von Bülow off. He got OJ oh, off. He fucking got him off. He got him off. He got him off. He got, I guess he got Trump off. And I in guess. a way, he got Epstein off. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
I guess. I'm, I'm sorry. I guess. Is Epstein in jail right now? Well, no. Well, then I think I rest my he's, case, uh, Your Honor. He's in heaven with 72 virgins. He is in heaven with his 72 Nobody virgins. Nobody asks any questions about where those virgins came from <laughs> or uh, how old or they how are, old yeah. but he's there. But he's there. Living, <laughs> living the dream. Living the Epstein dream. <laughs> Is that that Katy Perry song, Epstein Dream? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So it was written. Uh, it was the movie is is a dramatized version of Dershowitz's Dershowitz's nonfiction book. About this case, which I don't know, it seems like a bit of a conflict of interest. Like, here's how great this case was. Hey, remember, I don't know if there's going to be a ton remember of. Remember when I objectivity. got this uh, secret Nazi bad guy? Uh, He's not a secret Nazi. His an, dad is uh, a secret Nazi. His dad was an open Nazi. <laughs> I I was kind of bummed they never touched on that. Well, Dershowitz wrote it, though. He's not going to write into the script, I got a secret Nazi off. And I, yeah, I guess because Klaus von Bülow is sort of the hero of the movie yeah. in this weird way. <laughs> that That is this also like a weird thing of like... Sociopath who's murder. The good guy? <laughs> who's the good guy? Because the thing is, it's either one way or the other. It's either Klaus is the good guy, yeah. so you hate Glenn Klaus. Yeah. Or Glenn Close is the good guy, but she's in a coma with coma hands, yeah. and I can't support that at all. I can't support coma hands. I can't support coma hands. <laughs> so really, there's no good guy. There's look, you're you're searching the movie for someone to love, yeah. and you eventually land on Klaus von Bülow. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I I will take Dad was a Nazi over uh, paralyzed hands. <laughs> you really didn't like those hands. Did not like them. Did not like him. That's the thing is, Glenn Close is such a good actress yeah. that uh, those hands were too real. <laughs> they, they they were too real. Me out, they were too real. Glenn Close is such a good actress that she can look like that. <laughs> her name be Glenn, and can get steady work for forty years. Yep. That's how good she is. That's how good she is. One of the best. One of the best. She's a real. Uh, Jula McGillicuddy? I was going to say Elizabeth Moss. I mean, I mean well, Elizabeth Moss must be a really good actress. Yeah. That's yeah. that's all I'll say. Yep. I'll say that. But and even Elizabeth Moss has a woman's name. That yeah, that is true. Don't know a lot of girl Glens. Uh that's the only girl Glen. Except when I uh frequent my uh North Carolina public bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> met a few met a few girl Glens that way. That's a callback. That is a callback. Well it's comedy. Uh ask me what the uh secret to comedy is. Secret Timing. Comedy? Oh <laughs> you got me. The... Yes, I've been making origami this whole time. I was wondering what was going on there. But it's not good origami. Oh. It's... it's not like I don't actually know how to do origami. I'm just doing folds. <laughs> origami, more like borigami. You know what? That's more actually... like vorigami. <laughs> if, look, if that paper crane eats me, so be it. <laughs> I'll do a little vorigami. You know what? That's, that's not bad, actually. That's better than I was expecting. Like, there are shapes, there are angles. I like what I'm saying. That's, you know what? It's pretty good. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah, you've I, you've got a career. This one's after. a pteranodon. 
And this one's uh, a shark. Can, pretty good. Can I uh, can I put a saddle on the pteranodon and ride it like in Dino Riders? Yes, you can. Do you, okay. Your eyes lit up. So you do you remember Dino yeah. Riders? Nice. Yeah, of course. That was that was one of my first favorite things. Really? Yeah. Loved it. Big fan. Hmm. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. See if you can you can still uh, let's watch it. Let's get them. <laughs> let's get them. I had a uh, I believe they they made a commercial VHS of the first episode. Oh. And I owned it. A half hour VHS. Uh, 1988. Yeah. 14 episodes. 14 episodes. That's it. In and out. Uh, Peter Cullen, Frank Welker, all the big hits. Oh, like big, like voice uh, acting names. Back when, back when animated shows used voice actors. Yep. Yeah, Man. fucking fucking Man. sick show. Yep. Yes, it was. Man, you should watch some Dino Riders. I would That's love the to next watch season of the podcast. Fourteen. One That's not bad. Episode Dino of Riders. Dino Riders. <laughs> I would legit do that. Um, so yeah, so the Von Bülow story is that Klaus is this, like, I don't know, rich, uh, lawyer, socialite, whatever, who, uh, tried to kill his wife twice, and also, oh for 2, he didn't do a very good job yeah. at killing his wife, Not like, he, he sucks at killing his wife. Yeah. Uh, back, <laughs> actually, although, he sucks at killing his wife, but, uh, he sucks in very funny ways, uh, back to back Christmases <laughs> tried to kill her, yeah. which is great. 1979 and 1980, I believe. Yes. Uh, one was Boxing Day, and the other uh, one was the 20th? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So one, she was de- depressed the day after Christmas, and the other one, she couldn't face Christmas. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And we're both, uh, in theory, with... Uh, on the sneak insulin injections mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that were um, that were never proven or whatever. So the the narrative of the movie is sort of told from in a coma, Glenn Close, but it, not much. Some of it. It just gives you little bits yeah. every now and then. It's not like a constant narrator thing. Yeah, it starts off with her. Yeah, but then sort of goes away from it for a while. A while, and then just comes back and comes back when it needs to. Also, just sort of like. The fucking balls of Dershowitz to be like, this is what the the woman in the coma is thinking, who's a real person. Yeah, definitely the ballsiest thing Dershowitz ever did. Yeah. Like, it, it took no balls to go on an Epstein documentary <laughs> as a good guy. As a good guy. Not like, oh yeah, here's what the island looked like. That's <laughs> that's what he should have contributed yes. to the yeah. to the documentary. Or but also no. like. I mean, we'll get to, uh, a, in the movie, a line he says to his son about having a dream about Hitler. <laughs> that was sick. I, I, I You know what? I kind of came around on Dershowitz <laughs> in this. Um, so, yeah. So, they it, it starts just with sort of a framing device with, um, with Glenn Close telling a bit of the story. And then it... Um, it goes to the, I think, I guess it was the first time, or maybe the second time. Regardless, both times, oh no, it was the second, the second coma she went into. <laughs> yeah, so he, he put her in two comas. First one was short, second one, very long. <laughs> 
And the the second one, um, he he walks into the dining room, and there his stepson. They were both his stepkids, right? No, stepson is a stepkid. Daughter, daughter is, is his. his daughter. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so he's he's like eighteen, maybe. Yeah, and she's like ten. Yeah, younger. It like motions to the stepson to like, uh, hey, uh, uh, come with me. Come with me. Uh, takes her up to like the ensuite bathroom to their bedroom, and Clinclose uh, is just unconscious and freezing cold <laughs> on, <laughs> on, the on the floor. floor. And the son's like, the stepson's like, "Have you fucking called? Call an ambulance? Nine one one? You <laughs> sociopath monster!" And like, and Klaus was. So chill about the whole he situation. He was very chill about he, calling it. Uh, look, say what you will. He, I believe his first line to the like butler, housekeeper guy, whatever, was like, um, "Can you please go and unlock the front gate? <laughs> we are waiting an ambulance." <laughs> say what you will about Klaus von Bülow. That's a guy who didn't lose his cool. No, nope. a real grace under fire. He, oh, a yeah. real Brett Butler. A real Brett Butler. <laughs> What's she up to? I bet she looks great in twenty twenty two. She's a hunk. <laughs> A handsome woman, you say? A handsome woman. <laughs> now, don't uh, confuse her with former L.A. Dodger Brett Butler. Although they probably look about the same right now. Let's find out. <laughs> Brett Butler in 2021. <laughs> uh, Maybe not as bad okay. as you would have thought, but still, like... Just like an old lady. Oh, she's actually lost weight. I thought she'd kind of chunk up. Yeah, I fucked her. <laughs> yeah, she just looks like an old lady now. Yeah, no, she's she's fine. You know what? Uh, apologies to the uh, to the Butler estate. Apparently, she's broke. Oh, a Apparently network she's... sitcom for several years didn't do it for you. She recently started a GoFundMe fundraiser for mm. a friend. Uh, Took all the money. Um, she. Has, she was six months behind on her rent and worried that she may have waited too long to allow her friend to launch the GoFundMe. Hmm. Uh, well, surprise, surprise. I find it a little hard to have sympathy for that kind of stuff. Um, I do and I don't. I think I have sympathy for them because... Because uh, you, 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 get... you plan to get rich and then lose all your money at some point? Yeah, I plan to get rich or die trying. Oh, a 50 cent type. Um... No, because I think when you come into money, uh, there's a lot of a lot of snakes, and they <laughs> True. they True. definitely there are come snakes. around to get things from you. And then if you don't give them money, they are perfectly okay with sabotaging your entire life. That's true. That's true. So I I have some sympathy for uh, most people who get famous under their own like work ethic. and get rich, but I don't know other people who don't deserve it, uh, and then. Play a, a professional sport where it uh, benefits you to be uh, quite tall or quite large yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, somewhat uneducated. Sure. And, uh, you For, make, maybe, but maybe like some college or maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, a maybe even a communications degree. Maybe a communications degree. And you, uh, you, you make it big. You make it into this professional sport. Um, let's call it uh, hand egg. Or shooty hoops. Okay. 
and you decide to invest all of your money into a shoe company that doesn't work Mm -hmm. or maybe some burger joint in your hometown or lend a cousin $150,000 for an investment that you then never see anything for or uh, or jewelry or a uh, shark grotto. A shark in, grotto. In your backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, who I'm trying to remember offhand who that was, but if you keep talking, I'll find Bobby it. Bobby Bonilla. It, nope. Uh, he was a shooty hooper. Oh, uh, NBA. Rick Fox. No, but it sounds. It, Robert it, Horry. Stop just naming Lakers. <laughs> Although it could have been Derek Lakers. Fisher. <laughs> Look, I'll find it. Don't the worry. One about year it. Gary Payton played there, <laughs> the one year Carl Malone played there. I forgot about certainly get no. You know what? I actually remember both. I'll I'll allow it. Everyone gets to play for the uh, Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert had a he fucking shark grotto. The time to purchase your your dream mansion with grotto, shark tank, and fire pit for under four million dollars is now. Former Washington Wizard and maybe current Memphis Grizzly in 2002. His NBA future isn't too secure. Guard Gilbert Arenas has put his Great Falls, Virginia mansion on the market. Virginia. The state's for lovers. <laughs> it's true. Seems more like Ohio, but... Yeah, whatever. Who wants to, who wants to fucking Ohio? Uh, Gilbert Arenas, in fact, didn't play for Memphis in 2002. He played... 12. Or, oh, 2012. Oh, he did play for 2012. Huh. I heard you say 2002, and I was like, what? It's entirely possible I said it, but I meant 2012. He, uh, he did play for the Memphis Grizzlies in 2012. Good for him. Good for, good for him. So maybe he maybe he unlisted his house and, and even added another shark. Very possible. He only played 17 games, and he did nothing. Is 17 games shark money? I don't think so. Nah. They didn't make the playoffs that year, and he played six playoff games. Ooh, that could be shark money. That could be shark money. We'll give him a call. We'll hit him up. Gilbert, you still selling your place? <laughs> what those sharks? Let us know. Uh, how the hell did we get onto that? Who fucking cares? <laughs> uh, how did it relate n- nothing, to reversal Nothing of we do makes <laughs> just, any sense. Just a schizophrenic. I'm so tired. Dream of consciousness. <laughs> Scott, I'm losing speed and what stamina are, so fast. What are we even talking about? What was the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Reversal of fortune. Where? Did, how far did we get? Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, Klaus. Oh, I think we got there from Grace Under Fire. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, because we Klaus did. was so cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we get the the call to uh, the call to Dershowitz, who I didn't catch his name in the credits. Yeah. So when he was when Ron Silver was introduced as Dershowitz, I got super excited because I remembered everything yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just have Dershowitz, all capitals, in yeah, my notes. but do you remember what he was doing? Uh, he was playing shooty hoops. He was doing sick white guy basketball moves. Uh, was he doing the uh, dribble through the legs but lift your leg yeah. move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, And like the pass it under your lifted leg to your other hand. They were also, uh, whoever shot that scene went to the Kevin Dunn School of Film Editing. A lot of cuts. It was a lot of uh, pushing in cuts, sw- sw- swinging the camera around, out, in, out, in, out, in. Look, you have to do... You gotta make the dribbles look like they're real. It's a lot of tricks, a lot of smoke and mirrors to make it look 
like a white guy can play basketball. Like a Jewish guy can play basketball. Mm. I'm going to look that up. Or what are you going to look up? Can a Jewish guy play basketball? <laughs> is it is it can a Jewish guy play basketball or may a Jewish guy play basketball? Oh, I'll ask both. <laughs> basketball is a Jewish sport. There are hardly while there are hardly any Jewish NBA players. Now, by hardly any, do you mean zero? <laughs> but it says here basketball is the most Jewish sport. Well, that. How how can it be the most Jewish sport if there are hardly they, any Jewish NBA well, players? Well, that's at the professional. And that's the most that's at the professional <laughs> level. Like they love it, they are just bad at it. All right. <laughs> oh, is this? This is a guy talking about Kevin Kevin Garnett being in uncut gems, and that's what the article. Is about. <laughs> that's what makes basketball the, the most, most Jewish, Jewish sport. Yeah. Fair okay. enough. May a Jewish guy? <laughs> Are they even allowed? Uh, basketball? Okay. <laughs> well, the website is myjewishlearning.com. So I okay. Guess but it says basketball and the Jews. Is what the title is. <laughs> There's a documentary about exploring the history of Jews and basketball. Uh, then there's uh, Ryan Terrell, the next Jewish Jordan. Uh, the I'm first sorry. Orthodox Jewish NBA player. The next Jewish Jordan? Well, Michael Jordan was the first Jewish Jordan. <laughs> okay. I don't know if a guy who had a Hitler mustache at one point <laughs> was the Jewish Jordan. Michael, what are you doing? <laughs> You know Hitler had that, right? <laughs> I'm taking it back. I bet you know what I bet you it was. I bet you he was so in debt to someone that they said, yeah. "I bet you you won't wear a Hitler mustache for like the rest of your life." Yeah, I'll, like I'll call oh. off five hundred thousand dollars of yeah. your debt if you do a Hitler. Ma- if you film a Haynes commercial, yeah, <laughs> with a Hitler mustache. There's yeah, Ryan Terrell, an Orthodox Jewish college player. Nice. Who plays for? Van Nuys, Division Three NCAA. I don't think a Division Three Division NCAA three? player, you know, look, white player, is making it to the NBA. Look, uh, Matt Giles, d- look, Division. I know it's Giles. I'm just d- Division Three Orthodox Jewish player Michael Jordan so often find themselves in the same sentence. Yeah. Uh, oh, apparently there was a guard in the 1990s. Uh, wait. Unofficial scout. Okay, give me his fucking name. Carl Malone. Uh, I guess Carl Malone was a Mormon because he played Katz. in Utah. Nice. Uh, the much celebrated guard, his, whose nickname was the Jewish Jordan. Oh my god, there actually already was a Jewish Jordan. Yeah. I can't, I truly can't believe it. I don't know, man. But I mean, it's like in in uh, world soccer, it's always like ah, the, he's the Libyan Messi. Yeah, he's the Niger Messi. <laughs> yeah, like everybody's yeah. the something something. It was he's like, the gay Ronaldinho. Well, yeah, he's he's the 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 Mexican Pele. <laughs> he's the fascist Pele. <laughs> fascist Pele. Uh, all right, continue, continue your... Uh, I'm done with my racism. Okay. Eh, maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. Um, 
Yeah, so so Dershowitz gets the call, uh, does not like the call, th- throws his 1990 cell phone on the ground, and it explodes. explodes. It's great. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, so they, uh, they, they end up having the meeting, though, and I, I love the weird little, uh, I guess this was the one nod to, uh, Klaus's background, where he, like, unprompted to Dershowitz says, uh, I actually have a great deal of respect for the Jewish people. I was hoping you'd react to that line, but you're just reading your phone. Oh, I'm reading the Jewish Jordan. Uh, <laughs> was, that, was that the line, or that, that was basically? Uh, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he he said like, you know, I, I actually, I actually quite respect the <laughs> Jewish people. They're very, and, and, uh, they're very industrious, and uh, they adapt well to uh, to, to living any, conditions. Any and, environment. Uh, any environment. I mean, uh, they've got great hygiene. Uh, Excellent. They're, they're no, they're, senses of smell. They're, they're known for uh, for keeping their selves clean. They shower often <laughs> and. Uh, well, yes, I, 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 I them quite it was, it was so weird. And like, and Dershowitz was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely something that you, as a noted connection to uh, uh, Nazis, should say to a yeah. Jewish man who's going to help you uh, prove your innocence. Yeah, and then when Dershowitz is uh, debating taking the case of this guy who definitely tried to kill his wife twice. Yep. Uh, says he, I guess he's had a recurring dream <laughs> about uh, Hitler. Wait, he asked his son. His son asked him about why he's taking the case. Yeah, and then he said, "Have I ever told you about the Hitler dream?" <laughs> of course, everyone knows the Hitler. Everyone dream. knows the Hitler dream. I have that same dream where Hitler comes to him to. He phones him. Phones him and says that he needs a defense lawyer. Yes, and he debates whether or not he would act like. He would invite him over. He would say, he would say yes and invite him over, and then he would debate whether or not he Dude. would defend Hitler or kill or him. Kill him. And the son says, "Well, you defend him." And he goes, "Yeah, I probably would." Yeah, and they they both point to the stacks of hundred dollar bills in their lapel pockets. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Excuse me. I didn't realize that was showing. <laughs> um. So and the, oh yeah and the, oh then the, in in case there was any doubt who fucking wrote this he he says the most egregious line of the whole thing uh like uh I'm not I'm not a hired gun I have to feel like a moral obligation to to who I'm defending like Alan Dershowitz isn't a hired gun. He doesn't feel like he Klaus is. von Bülow, O.J. Simpson, Donald Trump, Jeffrey Epstein. The estate. Of Jeff, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Peter Factory. I was like, I almost, I almost smashed your television <laughs> when he said that. That was on a, outlook. I'll let a lot of shit go. <laughs> that that wasn't okay. Um, Iron is very good in this. He's yep. like, he's an absolute sociopath. He's uh, he's basically just doing a, a less gay scar the whole time. Kinda, yeah. which is which is cool. Um, would have been cooler if he was a kitty cat, preferably a, preferably a, a good a kitty cat. One, but yeah. but uh, take what you can get. Uh, and then uh, then Dershowitz, um, future member of a dream team, mm-hmm. uh, uh, begins to recruit his own dream team, which basically just like is going around town to people he knows and <laughs> saying, "Hey, help me with this." And um, yeah, so and that's and also where, just like his students, yeah, and, and a bunch of yeah, because he's a he's a law prof in addition to being an actual law prof. 
an actual lawyer. Uh, yeah, so he's got all the students and then, like, a few other, like, defenders and whatnot. And one guy he was talking to who apparently wasn't Tim Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently it's common knowledge because this, this is in Rhode Island it's in Newport, Rhode Island a very rich uh, area uh, that Rhode Island is the most corrupt state in the country, in the country uh, I, guess, to I guess in terms of like jurisprudence I don't know, I don't know. Uh, but yeah that was news to me I, I feel like uh, yeah Rhode Island and not I don't know Massachusetts New York yeah, Pennsylvania, much crookeder states. Michigan, yeah, New Jersey, the South, California, Alaska, Alaska. No, Alaska is just where like all the criminals go to hide. It's America's Australia. It is America's Australia. And so they got rid of the Palins. <gasps> Even, uh, I can't. Uh, Br- Brooklyn, Bristol, Bristol, Bristol Palin. I bet you she's fat now. I bet you she's hot. Yeah, what if she's both? <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It's on the table. You know, you know, like, you know, like when a bitch is big, but it makes sense. <laughs> uh, like, she's not fat. Okay, and and she's not hot. Over she's two, not, and she's not hot. She's over oh, two. Damn, that's open no. for one. She's like trashy. Like she looks like Sarah Palin's daughter. Absolutely. I'd uh, give her a three. Who uh, who had a child when she was, uh, I don't know, 12 years old, and Sarah said it was her youngest daughter? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Tight. Yeah. Gotta cover it up. You don't want people to know that uh, your daughter's fucking. That's how you can't, that's how you lose an election. Like, everyone, that was kind of an open secret, that part, but yeah. not a lot of people knew that the father was a polar bear. Yep. Yep. They got a lot of polar bears up there. Except for they don't. They have a lot more uh, grizzlies and browns. You can't say say that. You can't say they got a lot of browns up there. They don't have a lot of browns. Now, speaking of browns, (laughs) one of the members... (laughs) One Uh, of the members... The best character in the whole movie. (laughs) Of Dershowitz's dream team. It's one of his... Law students. Yeah. uh, Despite the fact that he's 57 years old. Yeah, he's pushing 60. And uh, and is an uh, an Indian, an East Indian man. Yeah, I, uh, a uh, boop boop, not a boop boop. Dot not feather. Yeah. Um, who? Yeah. When we saw his age and then his job, I'm like, how is he a laws? Oh, it's like a it's a back to school situation. It's a it's a Rodney Dangerfield, and they're like, huh? Indian yeah, Rodney Dangerfield. Dangerfield. <laughs> like, I I don't mind that guy. Nope. <laughs> that guy's pretty cool by me. I, I do not I do not get any respect. I do Hey, hey hey buddy. <laughs> hey buddy. Are are you fat? Do you look at the menu and say, "Okay?" <laughs> no, no respect, I tell you. <laughs> your 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 daughter, she come to my house and she give me no respect. <laughs> And now I'm going to fuck her. <laughs> now I'm going to fuck her. Uh, that, that, was, that was worth it getting there. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had Indian Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield. Um, oh yeah, and then and so as they're getting all the information, oh here comes here comes the Pteranodon. <laughs> or is that the shark? I'm sorry, I don't That's want to. Shark. I didn't want to misgender. That's the shark. This is the Pteranodon. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so as the legal team is like getting all the information from Klaus, it it becomes clear that Klaus von Bülow has murdered every female in his life. Uh, there has been accusations of him murdering both his mother and, and his aunt. aunt. Yeah. <laughs> And and he was real tight-lipped about the mother thing too. Yes, he was. They're like, so like, what happened with the mother? He's like, I don't know. She was she was found dead here, and like, and she was found dead in the uh, in the house uh, that you lived in five days after she died. He's like, uh huh. <laughs> What's your point? Yeah, and it and that and that was it. It basically ended with none of your business, my lawyer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, good news. I combined the pteranodon. Oh my god, Tyranna shark. Into a turkey. <laughs> I didn't, they said it couldn't be what? done. And yet here we are. Gobble Amazing. Gobble, bitches. <laughs> that's, that's a nice piece of work. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh,. Yeah, so I, I, I wrote down, oh, this fucker killed every woman in his life. And then the next thing I wrote was, uh, this man is a full sociopath. Yeah, he's a full-on sociopath. <laughs> like, he never... Sh- he, the whole no movie. Emotion. Not an ounce of emotion. And then they even, they even call him on it. Yeah. They're like, he's describing how the second, uh, the second coma happened, and he's just like... Very much like this, like my fucking bitch wife. And he's like, you, you, you can't even have any fucking sympathy for your wife. And he goes, I have, I have sympathy. I have emotions. I just don't wear them on my sleeve. <laughs> Respect. Yeah, yeah. Like he's completely, completely insane. Yeah, I love him. And he got rid of and, him. and he's the hero. <laughs> and he's the hero. So yeah, and so the deal was, uh, he was tried for the. Two attempted murders of his wife and was convicted. Convict. And but didn't go to jail. I didn't really understand that. I don't know. Is it because he's rich? <laughs> I guess it's because he's rich. But is he really that rich? Like he's. I mean, like it was he's... a very nice house. Yeah, I guess that's true. It was like a. It was like a giant like and like multiple like live-in servants. Yeah, that's true. I and think a he's pretty rich. Full of Nazi gold. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. From, so yeah, I guess from, maybe just because he's rich, daddy. so they like let him stay at home. I guess, and then this was like this was the appeal. This was the appeal process, yeah, yeah. But it's it's so it starts off, and you kind of see like a a non like a a, a neutral perspective of like the events, yeah. And then you see that he's got they they the gone to trial. And, like, that's the part that has the voiceover of yeah. Glenn Close in the coma. But then, while he's dealing with Dershowitz and his group of uh, lawyers, is... Including seeing, Indian Ronnie Dangerfield. Yeah. You're seeing the flashbacks to the events, but through the eyes of, of Klaus. Yeah. So, he's saying, like, well, this is how it went. It's his story. So, now yeah. we're seeing the alternate of what we had originally seen of just like her being unconscious in bed her being unconscious and found in the bathroom it's like all of the things he's portraying her as building up to what happened in the events yeah and like this is this is where the movie goes from just sort of like okay there's some silly ass things but that's it to just like dudes fucking rock it was a real... This is the dude's fucking rock part of the movie. This is a real dude's rock situation, absolutely. So, like, he... he 
I don't. I'm, I'm not jumping too far no. ahead, am I? No, so you're like, good. He, he goes from where it's he gave her insulin uh, shots to put her in a coma to kill her. Yeah. And the stepson and stepdaughter who hate him and the her li- her nurse. Yeah, who's are, like on her side. Are trying to yeah. get him to go to jail. Yeah. Like so, every like no one is testifying for him. Yeah. No, <laughs> Everyone's no, testifying everyone against him. testifying against him. But then Dershowitz and his team sort of are like well, like I fucking bet, I bet you that nobody even mentioned insulin before the test results of that yeah. that needle came. And then back. it was all like retroactive. And they said, "Oh, it was insulin." Yeah, right. So then, then, then they're like, "That's sort of like the, one of their major defenses." But the whole time, while they're like getting the story of what happened from him, he's just like, "Well, she's a fucking alcoholic and a drug addict, and yeah. all she did was chain smoke and bitch and drink, and then she <laughs> would fucking uh, like do all these prescription drugs, and she was just a fucked up person and completely, completely out of her mind." Uh, high all the time or drunk all the time and just like completely turning it around onto her yeah. being just like a total degenerate and it was like yeah, yeah. bitches be <laughs> like that they do be like that yeah like there are lots of scenes of like their clearly unhappy marriage and there's one where she was just like leaving and she's like I'm, I'm going to bed I need my beauty sleep and I believe you said how much sleep are you gonna get <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're gonna need a lot of sleep if you think you're gonna get a beauty out of this and then there was one where they were at I don't know let's call it what's fancy a cotillion, a cotillion. let's say a cotillion and uh, I, neither of us were right when the scene started neither of us was paying attention and then we both look up we're like is that a fucking tiger a fucking tiger <laughs> there's a baby tiger eating at the table with them yep. and tried to bite jeremy irons because he knows he's a bad lion well also i think the lot li- the tiger was afraid that jeremy irons was going to put his disgusting tiger dick in or lion, lion, dick. lion dick in in the tiger true and make a liger and the, oh. the tiger was like okay get your fucking dick off me Keeping it, keeping it pure. Give him, give him bites. Get him away. <laughs> Hands above the table, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we're not putting ligers out anytime soon. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> the only other note I have is uh, my my favorite line from the movie uh, by you, <laughs> which was Your Honor. Clearly, my lawyer is an Indian, <laughs> and yeah. then just giving up. Every time that the Indian lawyer would talk, I like couldn't stop laughing. So I'm like, if that guy was my lawyer, I would be like, you, Your Honor, <laughs> I can't do this. I'm guilty. <laughs> just put me away. Just let's let's end this ruse. I can't listen to this anymore. How can how can any Indian man speaking English be taken seriously? <laughs> Yeah, so that's actually everything I have for notes. Um, der- I mean, well, one one thing you had said too was when like they sort of show the how like Klaus and uh, Sunny met, and it was because she was married once to a prince to a prince who was like fucking everyone. everyone. Oh yeah, Sunny bon- Sunny von Bulow is Newport's most cheated on bitch. Yes, yeah, she's like the the. The, the dumbest cuck in the world. Yeah. And so then... And we're like, at what point is it maybe her fault? Yeah, we're like, have you looked in the mirror? <laughs> but you but you said, like, man, this bitch can't stop getting cheated on. <laughs> <laughs> I said it, and I meant it. <laughs> yeah, because also Jeremy Irons is also fucking everyone. Yes. He's, fu- he's fucking... Uh, he's fucking Julie Haggerty. I'm 47 pounds. <laughs> she really I, is. I, 
And 20 pounds please, of that is her no, hair. No, no, Drew, Drew, please, please don't speak too loudly. The, the, the sound waves can knock the me over. <laughs> she is the frailest bitch. <laughs> Of uh, of airplane fame, of airplane and we're like, fame. oh, she was in another movie besides Freddy airplane. Got fingered. Julie Haggerty was in Frank. Yep. What is and she? Marriage Story. Oh, real. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And other stuff. And some other stuff. Uh, New Girl. Of course. Um. Anyways, continue on your on your train. Um. Hmm. No, I just got oh, on sort I'm of done. a Julie Haggerty kick. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> uh, oh, just the cheating. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so uh, Sonny Von Bulow was being cheated on by the prince. Then she cheated on him with Klaus, married Klaus, and then Klaus proceeded to cheat on her more. Yes. With uh, with various socialites. And then he ended up with uh, Christine Baranski. Who is a handsome woman. Now. Even in 1990, when she was, I don't know, 30? 12. Maybe. <laughs> no, I, just, I, mean, I, I hope for her sake she was older than 30 in 1990. Because she didn't look like a great 30. Uh, I'm going to tell you. And you're going to go, wow. Wow, she was 12. <laughs> Underage, Christine Baranski. Christine Baranski was born in 1952. 38. Yeah. Good age. Strong age. A masculine handsome age. Handsome age. I'd say 30. If I was to pick the handsomest age, probably 38. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Probably 38 for like five more months. Then I'll reassess. Okay. Then I re- and. I might go 39 after that. We'll see. Well, or, we'll see. or, 11. Oh <laughs> it's, it's one of the two. Or 11. We'll see. Uh, now, d- spoilers for... Uh, spoilers. For, I don't know, I guess five weeks from now, will we be using uh, Christine Baranski as our jumping off actress for our next movie? We will be. Interesting. Have we already planned this out in advance because we don't need you people anymore? <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Uh, you know what you, I mean by you people. What do you the, mean? The you ones people? that can't make the right decision, even though we fucking spell it out for the them. The ones that picked Cameron Diaz over Frank Langella. You idiots. You pieces of you shit. garbage. P.S. <laughs> Give us some money. We would love some money. Um... Yeah, we're going to do uh, the Christine Baranski hit. <laughs> <laughs> the the Baranski vehicle. Yeah. Uh, Bullworth. Bullworth. Next. Back to 1998. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's almost as if we have a plan in mind. It's almost as if there's a movie directed by Warren Beatty that we want to do after Bullworth. So we worked backwards <laughs> to get to it. Thank, thank you. Uh, I didn't save the, I didn't save the website, but there was definitely a... Uh, like a Six Degrees website? Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon website, but nice. you can just type in two names. Love it. And, uh, and it gives you... Uh, six Degrees, uh, yeah. Uh, it was oracleofbacon.org. Oh, it's a nonprofit. Where you can type in any person's names and it will connect you in the fastest manner. Love it. Two names, give me. Um, John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins. <laughs> I made myself laugh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> so stupid. 
<laughs> so stupid. Drew, how are they Super Mario Brothers connected? <laughs> I wonder. Uh, give me, you, you know what? Give me Johnny Legs and Joey Pants. I would love to see how they're connected. And you have to figure out how to spell both of those. I already did. Good for you. Uh, so, uh, Joey Pants was in the movie Lucy's. Like L-O-O-S-I-E-S. Is that like Cuties? I guess so. Uh, Is that with... like Cuties? A movie we'll be reviewing no. in the next four weeks? Yep. Uh, Lucy's with William Forsythe, who was in the movie Out of Justice with John Leguizamo. So they have one degree of separation. Pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. You know what? It's a good site. It is. It's fun. I'm going to do it. Good for you. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep looking up. Uh, okay, let's go uh, Lawrence Olivier. And Jennifer Aniston. Okay. <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston was in Horrible Bosses with Charlie Day, okay. who was in uh, Hamlet with Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> ah, it's not actually it's ve- it's only 1 degree. Holy shit. Uh Jennifer Aniston was in Murder Mystery. Yeah. With Terrence Stamp. Oh. Who was in Term of Trial with Lawrence Olivier. Not bad. Okay, I was originally going to do Lawrence Olivier and Kevin Hart. <laughs> do Orson One. Wa- what? 1 degree of separation. How? Kevin Hart was in Little Fockers with Dustin Hoffman, who was in Marathon Man Mother with Lawrence Olivier. Is okay. it safe? I'm going to change it from... Uh, but is it safe? Let's say Rock Hudson, who's a gay man. Rock Hudson and The Rock? And The Rock. <laughs> Oh, I have to. I guess I have to do Dwayne Johnson. Uh, yeah, I think you can't put the rock. Well, sometimes he's the rock. Uh, one degree of separation. That's rocks. Me? Dwayne Johnson was in the Tooth Fairy with Julie Andrews. Mm. Who was in Darling Lily with Rock Hudson. Goddamn. Okay, let's go. Uh, secret gay Rock Hudson uh-huh. with secret gay John Travolta. Nice. I bet that'll be one. They've both done lots of one. stuff. Yep. John Travolta was in Welcome to Hollywood with Dennis Hopper, who was in Giant with Rock Hudson. <laughs> well, two secret gays. This is fun. This is but fun. But it seems like all of them have been one degree, which I guess makes sense if you do a lot of movies. I don't know. Let's go... Who... James... James Dean. Con. Oh. <laughs> No, I think James Dean would be probably hard. He's right? tough because he's been in three movies. Okay, so James Dean. It doesn't even give me James Dean as an option. Oh, wow. I'm going to do Jimmy Kahn, our friend of the show, Jimmy Kahn. Yep. And Scott Kahn. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they haven't done anything together. Maybe they haven't, but they probably have. No, they were in the same movie. There you go. <laughs> uh, Drew Con- Who's somebody new? Zendaya. <laughs> okay. Oh, I didn't give me Zendaya. You can't have Zendaya? No. Well, have her, let's do her boyfriend. Let's What's do her, Tom Holland and Orson Welles. Tom Holland. Tom Hollander. And Orson Welles. Uh, Tom Holland was in The Lost City of Z with Marie Melvin. Of course. Who was in Start the Revolution Without Me with Orson Welles. It is tough to get... More than one degree. Yeah. I guess, like, you gotta do... Okay, like, let's just change it up to... 
Orson Welles and Mads Mikkelsen. One. Damn. So I guess you got to do like more, like you'd have to do less mainstream people that don't do like big yeah. blockbustery stuff. Orson Welles was in the commercial for Mrs. Pell's Fish Sticks, and Mrs. Pell was in Casino Royale with Mads Mikkelsen. Was that were those the degrees? No. Oh. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen is in The Salvation with Jonathan Price, who's in Voyage of the Damned with Orson Welles. Orson Welles was drunk in the commercial for Paul Roger mm-hmm. Champagne, and Paul Roger was in Another Round with Mads Mikkelsen. I can do this by I don't need a fucking app. I can do it myself. Okay. Anyway, anything else going on with the Von Bulos? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, he he gets off. Uh, like Dershowitz oh, is a Dershowitz is a great off. he's a great lawyer. He like picks apart every piece of thing and, and like casts doubt into into everything that convicted him the first time. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and Klaus gets off. They do a little uh, epilogue. Uh, Klaus stayed married, even uh, while she was awake, there was a lot of divorce talk, but uh, during her sleepy time, which uh, consisted of 1980 through her death in 2008, yeah, I believe, so 28 years, uh, Klaus stayed married to her. Yep. Klaus lived until 2019, 2019, into his 90s. Yep, lived on forever. And uh, as an innocent man. As an innocent man. As he should. And uh, were there any other fun uh, no, postscripts? Uh, Dershowitz uh, went on to only do chill things for the rest of his life and definitely isn't on any uh, flight logs to any spots in the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands that have a uh, 1.3 star rating on uh, Google with a... Uh, temple on them with an owl statue inside hmm. didn't do that to did, be clear. Didn't. didn't did not did not do that only did chill stuff really hard to get from anyone to anyone on this thing warwick davis <laughs> and tiffany haddish <laughs> give me two degrees come on <laughs> Two degrees, well, three degrees. So it was a more than, yeah, uh, we did it. Uh, I mean, it's one degree, because it's one actor in the middle. <sighs> Tiffany Haddish did Girls Trip with Lorenz Tate, who was in Ray with Warwick Davis. Did Warwick Davis play Ray? He was He was Ray. Did he win the Oscar? Uh, he did. And then followed up with Stealth? Uh, Always yep. a good Oscar follow-up? Yep. Better Oscar follow-up. Stealth or Catwoman? You be the judge. Um, what about uh, what about Bob? What about uh, what about love? Uh, oh God, what's uh, Eddie Redmayne? Oh, Jupiter's ending. Jupiter's ending, of course. One of the best. Okay, so Toshiro Mifune and Tiffany Haddish. Okay, okay, that's the yeah. Oh, that. You got to go foreign. You can't yeah. do Mifune because there's a documentary about him that everyone's in. <sighs> uh, let's go with. We need somebody, some people that are like so far apart on the spectrum, like an old per, older actor, and then somebody who does like stupid comedies or only horrors or Tony Jaw. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. And 
Greta Garbo. If that's one degree, I'm going to shit on this couch in protest. <laughs> uh, it's not letting me do Greta Garbo, so maybe she's not... The fuck on the list. She was America's sweetheart. Give me, uh, give me. Uh... Oh, I got it. Oh, I got it. Uh, it is three degrees of separation. Fucking right, it is. What do we got? Uh, Greta Garbo was in Anna Karenina with Maureen O'Sullivan, mm-hmm. who was in Peggy Sue Got Married with Nicolas Cage, who's in Jujitsu with Tony <laughs> Jaa. Ah, Jujitsu brings it together. A what movie if, you think might be about MMA, but is actually about aliens, aliens, I believe. Yeah, alien invasion. Good stuff. Yeah, this well, is. We did it. Th- I want to. Like, what do you? Oh, yeah, I guess if it's anything more than six, it's not going to do it. Yeah, but I wonder what is a six. What's degree? it take? Like, what's the hardest one to do? But I don't know. It'll be. It, it would be hours. <laughs> hours. Oh, you can do. You can do directors and producers. So. Ooh. Harvey Weinstein. Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Gregory Peck. I bet they're just one in between. They're, yeah, they're probably too close. Uh, two. Okay. But yeah, uh, John China. I almost mm. put in China. <laughs> and Betty Davis. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Three. Oh, okay. Three. Uh, oh my god, are you kidding me? Is it a funny linking one? John Cena was in the Flintstones and WWF Stone Age <sighs> Showdown. Okay. With John O'Hurley, <laughs> who was in Teddy Bear's Picnic, with Howard Hessman, who was in Skyward with Betty Davis. The link was Jay Peterman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is, uh, this is silly. <laughs> Well, before we do this for another hour, I mean, we can keep going, yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we can probably wrap it. Um, so yeah, so I think the next four weeks are going to be the all request spectaculars. Yep. If you want to get in on that, you know the deal. You've got one more day to do it. If you're listening to this on release day, deadline are is are you? <laughs> you should be. Deadline is Tuesday. February 22nd, 2.22 p.m., 2022. What a weird order of ways to say that. Yep. Uh, anyway, if you want us to talk about a movie that of your choosing, of your choosement, then send minimum $20 per movie. Min- minimum. <laughs> yeah, don't, let, don't feel confined by the 20. You could, the sky's the limit, kids. Uh, to paypal.me slash not scott henson and tell us what you want and what you'd like us to refer to you as otherwise i will refer to you as your uh, full name home address and social security number also if you that's don't the, that's the doxing promise if you don't want to pick a movie or can't think of a movie to pick that's fine too you can just give us the money yeah or I'll... you can say dealer's choice and we're just going to pick whatever we want yeah we don't mind a dealer's choice we've got one on the books so far yeah. and we and we also have a list of other ones Exactly. So so it should be fun. So, uh, yeah, it looks like four weeks of that. So thank you for uh, for doing a pretty good job. But I'm giving you another 24 hours to do a great job. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, so four weeks of that. And then uh, five weeks from now, it'll be uh, Bullworth time. Bull. What's that? 
55 uh, year old Warren Beatty rapping you bet your ass on I, and I might be underselling his age at 55 in 1998 uh, I'm not sure but know. I'd say in there I'd call him mid 50s probably yeah but uh, it's gonna be fun and uh, I think uh, we'll probably just have uh, Ghetto Superstar on loop under the uh, under the entire podcast for, for that one because without Bullworth we would not have it Original tune. <laughs> Ghetto Superstar. Oh. This has been The, the News. news.